Dayton Flyer Baseball is on the air. Today's game is being brought to you by Profiler Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for minor league price. By McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By the USO. By a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwestern Ohio. By Darren Dollar Music. And by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. So let's head out to the stadium for all the exciting play-by-play action of Dayton Flyer Baseball. Here's Doug Brown. Hey, good afternoon, everybody, from Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium in Dayton, Ohio. We welcome you to... Dayton Flyer Baseball. This afternoon, it's the final game before the A-10 opener next on Saturday or Friday, and uh, they are taking on the Eastern Kentucky Colonels. Joining me today is a guy that's well-known around these parts of of the area, Tom Michaels. Tom, thanks for coming on and helping us out today. Uh, Very happy to be here. I always like getting out and doing baseball here in the spring. It's a little bit of a cool day here at the old ballpark. Overcast skies, that's been the way it's been all day, but uh, no real threat of rain. And uh, we're looking forward to what should be a good baseball game between a couple of teams that uh, really are, are both struggle a little bit. The uh, Flyers come in on a two-game losing streak, or uh, no, more than that. Uh, they uh, they lost to East, they lost to. Uh, Akron yesterday nine to five, and they lo- they got swept over in Georgetown uh, over the weekend, and uh, so they're going they're trying to bounce back. They'll take on George Washington this weekend here at AES Ohio for the A10 opener. Eastern Kentucky, uh, oh Dayton is five and seventeen. They're four and three here at home, one and fourteen on the road. Eastern Kentucky comes in with a one and five record in the Atlantic Sun uh, Conference. And nine and fifteen overall, they are six and six at home. They've only won one game on the road too, so that bodes well for the Flyers. Another thing that bodes well for the Flyers right now is the fact that the wind's blowing out. Yesterday it was blowing in, <laughs> but uh, you can get uh, some guys that will get the ball up in the jet stream, and it'll, it'll end up on the thirty-yard line over at the football field. So, uh, but yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it should be a good ball game today. Um, uh, Matthew Johnson is going for the Flyers and making his first start of the year, and Milburn's going for the Eastern Kentucky Colonels. We had a chance to talk to the head coach of the Dayton Flyers, Jason King. We're going to do that right after this. You're listening to the pregame show here on the Gem City Sports Network. Hey, sports fans. You all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along that line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT-TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. 
we know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Back here on the pregame show, we're here with head coach Jason King. And coach, uh, final game basically before the second, for the next season starts. Uh, what are you looking for today and uh, out of the guys? You know, it's similar things that we look for on a regular basis. Basically just come out and execute well and compete hard and uh, play for each other. Just, that's pretty much it. But obviously, um, you know, with Jones out, we're seeing some other guys and um, getting one last look before we get into the thick of things with the league play. So just really really one last evaluation before um, before we get going with the league play. But obviously every time we show up on the field, we're look, looking to try to finish on the good end of the scoreboard. So we're going to want to do that too. Do, are you going to, uh, with, uh, with this being Eastern Kentucky and stuff like that, will you be getting a lot of different players in that uh, usually don't play? Um, I think you'll see some of that. I mean, at the end of the day, we're gonna tr- we're gonna try to win a baseball game. You you know, as you know, during the midweeks, you know, we have to be careful on who we pitch. Right. Right. Um, so we're gonna make sure that anyone that we're gonna need for the weekend, we're not gonna use any of their reserve uh, leading up to that weekend. But as far as as far as position players, now, I mean, every day um, for the most part we play, we're looking to looking to try to win baseball games and. Sometimes we're looking to evaluate. Um, there might be a little bit of that today, but in general, um, we're going to do our best to put our best team and our best foot forward out there today. Who you got going today? We have uh, Matt Johnson going. Okay. So he's he's like a reliever. Is it going to be like a Johnny Allstaff today? Kind um, of? We'll see. I think la- yesterday we had plans for it not to be Johnny Allstaff, <laughs> and it turned into that. Um, today we're really hoping that it doesn't turn into that, but... Um, we'll have guys ready to go. So if you know if he can't go far into the game, we'll we'll have, it'll look like uh, we're doing Johnny Holstaff, but it wouldn't be totally intentional. What do you know about EKU? Obviously, they play in a good conference. They're well coached. Um, they always have talent. So I'm assuming we'll see a lot of see a lot of similar stuff today. But this is one of those um, rivalries that started in basketball and it's worked its way towards baseball too. It um, you know the uh, basketball flyers used to play EKU all the time, mm-hmm. and it was a great rivalry. It, do you think it's like that with the with the baseball? No, it's nothing like that with baseball. I mean, it seems like when we play, you know, it's it's uh, you know we compete hard, and the other team, you know, we usually bring that out on the other side, which I think is a, always a good thing. And you know, um, for me, um, the coach that's at Georgetown now was at EKU for a long time. And oh, he's, really? He's a New England guy, so he's a good friend of mine, and. Um, so we've always enjoyed um, playing those guys, and you know Chris over there now he does a good job and he's a really good guy. So um, we like playing these guys that they're talented and they play hard, um, and it's always always a good good day of baseball. Uh, okay, uh, well best of luck to you tonight or this afternoon. It's game two of a five game home set. 
And we'll be back with more after this timeout. You're listening to Flyer Baseball on the Gem City Sports Network. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Back here on the pregame show, we're here with Carlos Castillo. He's the starting shortstop for the Dayton Flyers, and uh, he's also uh, from Hialeah, Florida. So it's kind of cold up here for you, right? Hell yeah, it's <laughs> pretty chilly. <laughs> you can add all those schools down there in Florida. No, it's, it's different, but. Okay. All right, all right now we're going to have some fun on these questions. And. Uh, um, yeah, I know the other guys haven't told you any of these questions. No. I've already had. Okay. Okay, what's your major? Uh, my major right now is sports management. Okay, so you want to be part of a, a baseball, football, basketball, hockey? Uh, I would like to, to keep going with baseball. Okay. Uh, what made you want to come to the University of Dayton? I mean, honestly, uh, Pete had talked to me before, and, you know, I I saw the campus. You know, I talked to the coaches, and, honestly, I feel like it was a great great place for me and great place to get better so okay uh now that you've been here what do you like most about ud Oof. the most i like about ud i would have to say the like the difference just experiencing different things you know seeing different atmosphere and all that a lot of stuff to do around here isn't there uh, i wouldn't say a lot but good amount <laughs> well i mean no like uh uh, there's a lot of stuff to do in, in town. Oh yeah, for sure, there is a lot of historic stuff. Okay, now some of the, some of the real tough questions. We're going to start now. What's your favorite food? Oof, I would have to go with steak. Steak, okay. easy. You ever been over to the Pine Club? I have actually. Oh, I went. Okay. <laughs> okay, favorite restaurant? Oof, favorite restaurant. I have to say La Carreta. What's that? It's a span. It's a Hispanic. A restaurant down there in Miami. Oh, is it? Okay. Great Hispanic food. With uh, uh, th- This might be right up your alley, too. Favorite band or singles artist? Mm, band? I wouldn't... I, I don't really have a band, but single artist? I would say Yomelia Dani. Okay. He's, he's, uh, they're both Cuban uh, Hispanic rappers, so... Are they from Miami? Are they in Miami? I, uh, they're Cuban, but I don't... I'm not sure if they live in Miami. Okay. Favorite movie? Ooh. 
Favorite movie, Sandlot. <laughs> For sure. You like the dog, huh? I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you had a chance to meet an actor, who would it be? Mm, honestly, I, tough question. I, <laughs> I don't have an answer to that yet. Okay. If you had a chance to meet an actress, who would it be? <laughs> Same thing, guys. <laughs> Not sure right now. Okay. Uh, okay, here's a real tough question. In one word, descri- describe Coach King. Oof. One word. Wow, wow. Now that's the tough question. For <laughs> <laughs> I would say competitive. Uh, everything he does is competitive. Just you know, compete day in and day out. So definitely would have to say competitive. Okay. Uh, who's your favorite sports team? It could be any team, any sport. Marlins. Miami Marlins. I it's tough, but... Yeah, well, I don't like them because they beat my Indians back oh. in 97. Well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Favorite player? Desson Pajoya. Okay. Why, is it, why him? Uh, yeah, I always grew up, like, being the smallest player on the field, you know, and Desson Pajoya is probably, like, 5'4", and he always inspired me, so... Okay. Uh, what has been your most favorite sports moment that has happened to you uh, in your lifetime? Um... I would have to say last year in my junior college, we were in the championship game in, of conference, and I had two home runs that oh, yeah? game. Yes, sir. One of them was to go – actually, both of them were the go-ahead run. So oh. I would have to say that's one of the best ones yet. Where was that at? In Jukon, Florida. Okay. Uh, do you like to travel? Do I like? I'm sorry? Do you like to travel? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're, you're in the wrong sport, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling is can get well, a couple a little annoying yeah. sometimes, but it's part of the process, you know. Got to go through it. Well, don't you like riding the bus? Oh, you got to love riding the bus. If not, <laughs> <laughs> why not? I went over to Ohio State. Uh, what is the most favorite place that you've been to so far? It doesn't have to be here, but I mean, uh, in your life. Favorite now. place by far would have to say when I traveled back to Cuba. Oh, okay. Uh, what vacation spot would you like to visit in the future? I've honestly been dying to go to Puerto Rico, so I would have to say Puerto Rico. Have they been talking about you going over there? Uh, no, not really, but my family all gone, and they've always said it's a beautiful place. So, And I have my teammate, my roommate is Puerto Rican, so yeah, okay. he's always bragging about Jose. Puerto Rico. Jose? Yeah, Jose. Okay. <laughs> well, he, was one of, he, was on, he was already on here, too. Really? Yeah. Uh, what is one thing that you would like our listeners to know about you? Uh, one thing about me is, you know, I, I'm i a type of person that always puts people ahead of myself. I always like to see other people succeed in whatever they go, go put their mind in and just love seeing people do the best of them of themselves. Okay, favorite sportscaster? Oh... Mm. <laughs> I I told you it'd be t- some of them be tough. Yeah, that that's a tough one. Right now, I don't got an answer to that. But okay, you can just say me. Definitely <laughs> you. I would say with you. <laughs> um, okay. Last question. Uh, what would you do? This is this is something you may have to think about. But there's a girl over at Central State came out right now and said, "I die on this one." What would you do with no cell phone or computer? Oh, I, I think 
I'd live my best life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Carlos, thanks for coming on. Good luck the rest of the season. And uh, you can uh, let your family know that it's going to be on today. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. We'll be back with more after this time out. You're listening to the pregame show here on the Gem City Sports Network. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. And back here at AES Ohio Stadium, Doug Brown along with Tom Michaels. And uh, your thoughts on what the coach said? Well, i tell you what... Uh, Jason is is very optimistic for a guy who's got five wins in the book at this point in the season. But we all know that things change when you get to that second season, right. when you get to the actual conference part of the season. And that's, that's what becomes very, very important. Now, can we see the... Uh, uh, the improvement that needs to be in uh, the pitching for this team to be able to come out there and uh, challenge for an A-10 championship, yeah, that's that remains to be seen. But uh, you can certainly sit there and make the case that, uh, okay, we start over again, and yep. that'll happen on Friday. We've got this one last game here. There will be some non-conference games sprinkled in with the rest of the conference season. But uh, pretty much from here on out, it's going to be, can we get that uh, number one position there in the A-10? Well, you know, another thing, that uh, with their non-conference, they've got Northern Kentucky again. They've got Wright State twice. they got Kentucky, and they got Toledo. And I think, you know, Coach has already said that he has put those tougher teams in just to help them out during the A-10 season, which I think it'll do. Well, I've been a long-time believer that you go against tough competition and it, it, it knocks you out of the box. When you come away, if you're a basketball team, you go a guy, guy the 7-4, well, you then go against the next team, which tallest guy is 6-7. You, it's a totally different thing now. Uh-huh. That guy does not intimidate you. You have been intimidated by the 7-4 <laughs> yeah. guy. Well, same kind of thing here, and uh, I, I think that the uh, uh, level of competition on this schedule is very high. You take a look. They came out of the box. The eight Flyers did. They lost two series in a row on the road. Now, the unfortunate thing is that when you're a northern team, you're going to be playing on the road right. uh, early in the season. Uh so that makes it kind of tough and everything attendant with that. But to be quite honest, uh, things could be changing around. Yeah. Things could be looking a little bit better. 
And uh, as, as we were talking to Kyler before the game, you take a look at uh, this team a lot of times. It's that one inning yep, that does exactly. them in. Exactly. So um, we'll wait and see. Yep. Well, the uh, lineups are in. We're going to take a look at the lineups right after we come back. We'll do that. You're listening to the Dayton Flyers on the Gem City Sports Network. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion? After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Hey, sports fans, you all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. And back here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium, Doug Brown and Tom Michaels with you. And here's the starting lineup, first of all, for the Colonels of Eastern Kentucky. Leading off as the DH is Miguel Larrell. Batting second in center field, DJ Sullivan. Batting third, the shortstop, Logan Thomason. Batting fourth, the first baseman, Charles Ludwig. Batting fifth, the right fielder, Roderick Chris. Batting sixth, the second baseman, Jalen Jones. Batting 7th, the left fielder, Matthew Corlew. Batting 8th, the catcher, Michael Gorig. Batting ninth, the 3rd baseman, Santiago Peralta. On the mound, Isaac Milburn for the Colonels. Once again, for the Colonels, Larrell, the D.H., Sullivan at center, Thompson, Thomason at short, Ludwig at first, Chris at first, uh, in right, Jones at second, Corlew in left, Gorig behind the plate, Peralta at third. For the Dayton Flyers, it goes like this. Keegan Calero is back at third base like he was yesterday. He made some great plays and uh, had a couple of great hits um, yesterday afternoon. He'll bat, he'll lead off and play third base. Paxton Tomani will bat second and play second. Batting third, the big guy, Marcos Pujols, batting third and playing first base. Batting fourth, our player profile uh, recipient is Carlos Castillo. Play, he's batting fourth, playing shortstop. Batting fifth, the left fielder, Michael Adair. Yeah. Batting sixth, the designated hitter, Jay Curtis. Batting seventh, the catcher, Nolan Watson. Batting eighth, the right fielder, Ed, Eddie Yaman, the fourth. And batting fifth, the center fielder, David Padano. 
On the mound, Matthew Johnson for the Flyers. Once again for Dayton, Calero at, at third, Tomaney at second, Pools at first, Castillo at short, Adair in left, Curtis the DH, Watson behind the plate, Yaman the right fielder, and Padano in center. Isaac Milburn is on the mound for the uh, Colonels. He's making his third start, his 10th appearance. He's pitched 19 in the third innings, given up 24 hits, 19 runs, 18 of them earned. He's walked 13 and struck out 13. He's 1-3 on the year and has an 838 ERA. For the Flyers, it'll be Matthew Johnson making his first start as a collegiate. He has... This will be his ninth appearance. He's pitched 12 and two-thirds innings, given up nine hits, nine runs, eight earned, walked to nine, struck out 18. He's 1-0 on the year in the 568 ERA. So, uh, you ready for this? Oh, yeah. I was born ready. <laughs> yeah, it's just a uh, little bit of a cool day out here. We take a look. The uh, wind is blowing out over the... Left field wall, the flag is pretty much straight out out there. So uh, we could see some of the right-hand batters going yard. Oh, I hate that term. <laughs> oh, kidding somebody one time. That's a yuppie term for home run. Well, they could uh, get some home runs out of this right now. At home plate, we've got the three umpires who are down and chatting it up with the... Uh, coaches and that is breaking up right now so we are just about ready to go here at waterfield at aes stadium today's game time temperatures brought to you by mcafee heating and air any season anytime mcafee it's 51 degrees outside with a west wind blowing at 20 miles an hour and it is blowing out so I'm glad uh, the football team's not out there. They might be getting plunked on the head. <laughs> yep, it's, it is definitely a possibility over there on the practice field. As a matter of fact, we take a look. This this is the, the week that's going to wind up spring practice for the UD football team. They're going to, this weekend, have the spring game. It's going to be a little bit unusual. They can't play over there at Welcome Stadium because no. the uh, construction continues apace. And... Uh, uh, we're going to see how that's going to wind up when we get to the base uh, football season. Uh, so I think they're going to be over here at the practice field. And we are here getting ready. They're going to announce the uh, starting lineups here as the two teams have lined up down their respective sides. And Dayton is being introduced first as the defense is headed on out. Chris Prothrow is the head coach for the Kentucky uh, Eastern Kentucky Colonels. He comes from Arkansas State. He graduated in 2005. This is his third season at the helm of the Colonels. And the head coach, of course, for the Dayton Flyers, Jason King, in his sixth season here at Dayton. And uh, comes, came to us from Army. He's a Northeast guy, big time. So... Uh, Guys are taking the field, and defensively for the Flyers, it'll be like this. It'll be two pool holes at first, Tomaney at second, Castillo at short, Calero at third. Adair in left, Padano in center, and Yaman in right. Watson behind the plate, Johnson on the mound for the 
Dayton Flyers. The Flyers in their red jerseys with blue numbers, white trim. The Colonels in their maroon jerseys with white numbers and gray pants. So, kind of, kind of partial to maroon, if you know what I mean. Being part of the uh, Central State Marauders. So, and that's going to be interesting between uh, when they take to the field for football. They're playing over here against Dayton. And uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great series between UD and Wright State, or Central State. Yeah, they have played uh, a number of times before. Uh, they're going to be back again together, and now we have our national anthem. Our national anthem here at Werner Field at AES Ohio Stadium. The umpires for today's game. Behind the plate is John Mileski. At uh, first base, Ron Black. And at third base, Jim Strohs. So the Flyers coming in at 5-17. and 17. They've yet to play a, a conference game. That will start on, Saturday, on the Friday. Weather permitting, of course, and uh, and here on the turf, I mean, it's the, the field is completely turf, which makes it a heck of a lot easier to maintain, especially if if it's raining. You can't play in a deluge, of course, but they can uh, they can play 30 minutes after it stops raining, and they'll be ready to go, which makes it nice. So, uh, you got several fields like this here around the Miami Valley. You got one over at Ath- Athletes in Action. We're, uh, believe it or not, Wilberforce University, who has baseball for the first time in 80 years, which is uh, pretty, which is great. I, I think it's fantastic that Wilberforce has got that team out there. So, uh, a little bit of an equi- equipment issue for the catcher, Nolan Watson, and that is taken care of with that uh, strap on the left side of the back of the uniform on the mound warming up here Matthew Johnson a 1-0 record as he comes into this game 8 appearances 12.2 innings pitched he's given up 9 runs 8 earned runs walked 9 struck out 18 5.68 ERA to lead it off coming up here for the Eastern Kentucky Colonels, this will be Miguel Larrael, left-hand batter. Larrael stepping in, batting 
342 with two home runs and six runs batting in or batted in, and we are underway here at AES Ohio Stadium. So sit back and enjoy tonight's or this afternoon's game between the Dayton Flyers and the Eastern Kentucky Colonels. Here's the pitch. End of a cold strike one. One ball, one strike the count. Well, now the wind is uh, kind of cutting across the outfield as we take a look at the American flag over there in left field. Foul back into the screen. A ball and two strikes. Well, you know who's chomping at the bit to get to the plate, and that is the guy standing out at first base in Marcus Pools. Mm. I don't think I'd want to be a uh, car sitting out there. on. A, here's a fly ball out towards left. Adair going to his left, and it has it. One up, one down. Yeah, it's going to make it kind of tricky for a while as far as that wind is concerned, but that was more the line drive type hit. Adair able to get that one. That'll bring up D.J. Sullivan. Sullivan batting 267 with a home run, four runs batted in, batting left-handed. There's a wind-up in the pitch by Johnson. Just misses low for a ball. Well, you mentioned... <laughs> Worried about uh, cars and windshields. I parked over there in the arena parking lot <laughs> to try it. Of course, that doesn't mean much sometimes. There's a pop-up. Watson going after it, and the wind played tricks with him on that one and falls right in front of the Dayton uh, dugout. Always reminds me of friends of ours when they were down in Florida at SeaWorld. SeaWorld, they had a brand-new car. Didn't want to take a chance on getting it dented up, so they parked it way out in the middle of the parking lot. They get called on the PA system. Somebody bringing in new fish and back the truck oh. into the uh, <laughs> into the car. Pitch in, just inside the in the inside corner for a called strike two. One ball and two strikes. Eighty-eight mile an hour fastball. Johnson gets a sign. Here's the wind-up in the one-two pitch. Breaking pitch. That was nasty. He thought he had it. Yeah, that was a nice curve there. I think the, the curve will work here tonight, to this afternoon. Here's the pitch. Grounder into right field for a base hit. So the, Sullivan's on with the first hit of the game for the Colonels. And that'll bring up Logan Thomason. Thomason batting 250 with four home runs and 19 runs batted in. So one down here in the top half of the first inning, one hit. And Thomason heading to the plate, batting right-handed. Johnson gets a sign from Watson. Here's the pitch. In there for called strike one, 87 miles an hour. Dimensions here at AES Ohio Stadium, 330 down the lines, 375 to the alleys and right left center field, 400 to dead center. Next pitch is in there, a fastball. Called strike two. I'll tell you what, Matthew Johnson has a nice fastball there. As you can see with 18 strikeouts in 12 innings. Throw over to first and Sullivan gets back safely. No balls and two strikes with one out here in the top half of inning number one. Johnson delivers. Runner goes. And he's going to steal the base safely. So Sullivan is going to pick up his second stolen base of the year in three attempts. They have, they have not tried too many stolen bases. 
Johnson will get the sign. Here's a stretch and a one-two pitch. Breaking pitch. Got to, got to pull the string on that one. It, it took a heck of a curve, and uh, Thomason did not think he went, or it was a strike. So that'll bring up Charles Ludwig. Ludwig batting 262 with three home runs and 15 runs batted in. Left-hander, first three or left or three out of four left-handers facing Johnson. Here's the pitch. They never called strike. The ball's in the strike. Here's a stretch and the 0-1 pitch. Just misses inside for a ball. One ball on this, or one ball, one strike. Here's a pitch. Oh, pop up to the left side. Coming in as a dare, and he's got it, and that's going to do it for the Colonels here in the first inning. No runs on the hit. No errors and a runner left at the end of a half inning. It's the Colonels nothing and the Flyers coming up. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. We know that purchase... Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Keegan Calero will lead it off for the Flyers here in the bottom half of the first inning. It'll be Calero, Tomaney, and Pujols due up for Dayton here in the bottom of the first. They will face Isaac Milburn, making his 10th appearance, his third start, 19 in the third innings, giving up uh, 24 hits, 19 runs, 18 of them earned, 13 walks, 13 strikeouts, and an 8.8 or 8.38 ERA. The opponents are batting 316 against him. So defensively for the Colonels, Ludwig at first, Jones at second, Thomason at short, Peralta at third, Corlew in left, Sullivan in center, Chris in right, Gorick behind the plate, and Milburn on the mound for the Colonels. So Keegan Calero, who's been seeing a lot of action here lately, playing third base. He's also played left field, second base, right field. Um, he's batting 200 with no home runs and two runs batted in. He's got a double and a triple to his name. So Calero will stand in to take on 
Isaac Milburn. Here's a windup in the first pitch to Calero. It's in there for a cold strike. The ball's in the strike to the leadoff hitter here for the Flyers. Here's the windup in the pitch by Milburn. Misses high for a ball. One ball, one strike. Paxton Tomaney on deck. Here's the windup in the pitch by Milburn. Foul back into the screen. One ball and two strikes. I'm kind of wondering about my car. It's in foul territory, but it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just on the other side of the They'll building. get mine on the bounce. Here's the pitch and a foul back. Count stays. One ball, two strikes. Back here again on Friday. Weather permitting. Three o'clock first pitch. Melbourne rocks and fires. Called strike three. Pulled the string on him on that one. And that'll bring up Paxton Tomaney. Paxton batting 238 with three home runs, 10 runs batted in. He's got a couple of doubles to his name also. But yesterday's loss to Akron. Eight of the nine hits came out of the top of the batting order, first four. Foul back out of play. The ball's in the strike to Tomini. Melbourne getting the sign. Here's the wind up in the 0-1 pitch. And another foul back out of play. Count goes to no balls, two strikes. The big guy, Marcos Pujols, on deck. He's got 31 career home runs, just nine off the mark. Here's the wind up and the 0-2 pitch. Up high for ball one. One ball and two strikes. Wind blowing pretty briskly out towards right now. Here's the windup and the one-two pitch. Little looper out towards second. It's going to take one hop. And nice play by Jones to get him to get uh, Tomaney out. That'll bring up Marcus Pujols. Marcus is batting 319 with four home runs and 11 runs batted in. He jacked one out yesterday that just barely made it over the fence as the wind was blowing in. That made it nine to five. That's all, it would, and that's all they would get. So Marcus standing in. Here's the windup in the first pitch to him. Foul back out of play. Look out onto the highway. I don't know how many cars have been hit on the highway, <laughs> on the on ramp anyway. Milburn rocks and fires the 0-1. In there for cold strike at the outside corner. I don't think Marcus think thought that was in there. 0-2 the count with two down. Here's the windup in the pitch. Grounder right back past the pitcher. Shortstop grabs it over the first. Got him. Goes 1-2, 6-3 on the putout. Flyers go down 1-2-3. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left at the end of one. It's the Colonels nothing and the Flyers nothing back after this. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. 
They now serve 20 counties in southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does? Sorry, Kevin. The flyers are ready to go. Are from the late Kevin O'Boyle. So here we go to the second inning. Roderick Chris, Jalen Jones, and Matthew Corlew do up for the Colonels. Facing Matthew Johnson. Johnson gave up just one hit in that first inning. Here's a wind-up in the pitch by Johnson. Breaking pitch just misses low for a ball. One ball and no strikes. 76-mile-an-hour curveball. Johnson getting the sign from Watson. Here's the wind-up in the pitch. Outside for ball two. Two and oh. Johnson gets the sign. Here's the wind-up in the 2-0 pitch. Got the outside corner. Spin rate on that one was 2,536. I wonder how they calculate that. It fell back out of play into the Eastern Kentucky dugout. Two balls and two strikes to count to the leadoff hitter, Roderick Chris, and that hits him. Got away from him. So the leadoff hitter is on. That'll bring up Jalen Jones. Jones batting 294 with a home run, 13 runs batted in. Well, Roderick Chris, he is a threat to go. He's stolen three bases and three attempts this year. They'll take a good lead off at first base with Pujols holding him on as Johnson takes a look at Watson. Now he sets and fires. Fly ball, well hit out towards left. That is going to be it. Stay in the park. Adair has it, and there's one down. Yeah, I think that wind change helped that one stay in. It was well short of the warning track out there. So, one down. Runner still on first. Very very deceiving is what it was. That'll bring up Matthew Corlew, the left fielder. Corlew batting... 167 with no home runs and a run batted in. Over to first as Chris had to dive back into the bag. One out here in the second inning. Another throw over there. Padano's shaded to the right out in center field. There's the stretch and the pitch. Breaking pitch. Stayed high. Ball and no strikes. There's a stretch and the pitch. Swing and a miss, and that was a hefty cut. One and one. I think he was I think he was trying to head down to or head 
out towards uh, Miami Valley Hospital. Here's the pitch. Grounder, this time to the third baseman. Calero, to second, to first. Five, to four, to three. Good night. We'll see you next inning. So Corlo grounds into a double play, and the Flyers get out of that inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left at the end of an inning and a half. It's the Flyers nothing and the Colonels nothing back after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Flyers coming to the plate here in inning number two. It'll be Castillo, Adair, and Curtis. Stepping in for the Dayton Flyers. Castillo was our player profile today. Uh, thank him for doing that. I think the kids kind of like that. It was interesting. I got here just in time to, to hear most of it as you were doing the interview. And, uh, uh, definitely interesting to see uh, what some of these kids uh, think in terms of uh, real-world stuff and then some of those off-the-wall questions you asked. <laughs> Well, yeah, the one the one I like the most is about the cell phone and the uh, and the computer. A lot of a lot of kids go, "Ooh, I don't know about that." Oh, one one girl out of Central State said, "Just said I die." So here we go, Carlos Castillo standing in. Carlos on the year batting two sixty seven with two home runs and nine runs batted in. So. Milburn set the Flyers down in the first inning, one, two, three, as Castillo takes the first pitch outside and high for one, ball one. Flyers are all red today. Here's the windup and the 1 0 pitch. Foul back into the screen. One ball, one strike. And I think, and I got to check with the coach on this, but I think the starting pitcher has the option of selecting the jersey that they wear. One ball, one strike to the leadoff hitter, Carlos Castillo. Next pitch is high for a ball, two and one. Yesterday they were in pinstripes. Today they're in all red. Here's the windup and the one, a two-one pitch. Foul ball back out of play. Heading back to Edwin C. Moses. I always thought it was the equipment manager who decided <laughs> which which uniform was least dirty. Yeah, that was... <laughs> How can you even get least dirty on here? Yeah. Yeah, that would be that. Yeah, I guess down. Pitch as called strike three as Carlos went around. Second strikeout for Melbourne. That'll bring up Michael Adair. Adair batting 261 with a home run, seven, seven runs batted in. Left hander standing in. 
with the wind blowing out towards right field. So Melbourne getting the sign from his catcher. Here's the windup and the pitch. Foul back out of play. Count goes to 0 and 1. Right fielder in uh, Chris is kind of deep in right. Here's the pitch. Grounder to the second baseman. Jones picks it up, fires over to first. Two down. That'll bring up Jay Curtis, the DH. Jay coming in, batting 078 with no home runs and no runs batted in. So two down here in the bottom half of the second inning. Glad you can join us here on the Gem City Sports Network. Back out again on on Friday, weather permitting. I want to welcome those of you listening from Eastern Kentucky. Breaking pitch stays outside for a ball, one ball, and no strikes. And of course, all of our loyal UD fans. Melbourne getting a sign from Go Rig. Here's the windup and the 1 0 pitch. Down low for a ball. 2 0 the count. They really did a great job on this field, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, it's beautiful. Pitches in there for a cold strike. They had to go to they had to go to this because <laughs> there was a big sinkhole out in left field <laughs> in the fall. Here's the pitch. Foul back. Two and two the count. Yeah, but, you don't want your center fielder disappearing in the middle of the game. <laughs> That's a ninety mile an hour fastball. Two balls, two strikes, two out here in these Bottom half of the second inning on deck. Nolan Watson, the catcher. There's the windup and the 2-2 pitch. Pop up right side, out of play. Count stays 2-2. Two two. Gorgeous afternoon for baseball. 51 degrees was the game time temperature. Melbourne getting the sign from his catcher, Go Rig. Here's the windup and the pitch. Called strike three. That's going to do it for Dayton here in the second. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left at the end of two. Dayton nothing and Eastern Kentucky nothing back after this. Hey, everyone. Let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see? Every moment can be kind of special. But it can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well... It's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hey, sports fans. Do you all know Don Brown? He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT-TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. 
or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. We know that purchasing... And back here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium. No score as we move to the third and doing the play-by-play is Tom Michaels. Uh, Thank you very much, Doug Brown. Getting ready. Come to the plate. Hayden Duffield, the catcher. That's a new catcher. Yeah. Goldrick was the catcher. Here's one swung on and fouled back. Duffield. Right-handed batter. Pretty much a straight-up stance. Played him straight away. Curveball outside. Even things up at 1-1. One and one. Top of the third inning, no score. 0-1-0 oh, oh for Eastern Kentucky. Nothing across there for the Dayton Flyers. As we're here in the top of the third, there's another curve outside. Two balls and one strike. Into the wide, here's the pitch. Here's one just barely off the outside corner. Three balls, one strike to the first batter in the inning. On deck is Santiago Peralta. And ball four. That is the first walk is given up by the pitcher Matthew Johnson. And that will bring up the third baseman, Santiago Peralta. Peralta hitting three oh three. Three RBIs on the season. Pretty quick. He's got a couple of stolen bases if he does get on. First pitch is a strike. Matthew Johnson into his third inning of work here. Peering in for the sign. Runner at first base. Duffield taking a lead. Not a big lead. Here's a curveball across the plate. No balls and two strikes. I think that's what uh, Coach uh, Curtis or Coach King wanted to, to for Johnson to get into a groove and then uh, give him some innings. There's a fastball which is lashed out there into right field, gets away from Yaman, and everybody's going to go. An extra base there, moving up to third. And that is Hayden Duffield, and at second base with the double. And a Santiago Peralta. That's going to bring up the top of the batting order here. Miguel Laurel. Laurel. Flew to left field first time up. Left-hand batter. So the first real threat of this game. Coming here in the top of the third inning. They're going to give him an error on that. Alrighty. So that'll be an E9. In for the sign. Here's Matthew Johnson. Takes a look back. First pitch. Grounded foul down the right side. No balls in one strike. DJ Sullivan is the on deck batter. Larell hitting 342. Swing and a miss. Strike two. 0-2 the count here. Nobody out. Runners on second and third. 
The next pitch. Here's a fastball just a little bit outside, high and wide. Two strikes to the ball. Left hand batter. Larell awaits. The one two. Fouled over the left side, out of play. And the car's over on that side. <laughs> yeah, unless it goes over to the highway. <laughs> yeah. One ball, two strikes. Runners take their leads, second and third. I think the wind was kind of holding that up from going over that far. There's a fastball. It's barely got it on a foul tip. Count remains one and two. Sullivan on deck. Eastern Kentucky Colonels nine and fifteen for this 2023 season. There's one that's low in the dirt. Eva's up the count at two two. Nobody out here. The threat with runners on second and third. 250 season hitter here at the plate. There's one down to first base. They're going to get the runner there. And a run comes in. So unassisted at first base. Lariao is out. That'll bring in Duffield with the first run of the ball game. And on to third goes Santiago Peralta. Here now, D.J. Sullivan. Hitting 267 this year. Curve ball. And it's going to be foul down the right field line. Not by much. Nope. He got a single to the first inning. Stole a base. And was stranded out there. Umpire calls time as they retrieve that ball that was down there in the right field corner. Well, it's become a pretty nice day. A little bit cool, but sun is out. Fastball away. One ball, one strike. On DJ Sullivan. Logan Thomason. Be the next batter up. Runner on third base. There's one back into the screen on the left side. One ball and two strikes. D.J. Sullivan, 267 hitter for the season. Top of the third inning, one nothing, Eastern Kentucky. Swing and a miss. And that is the second strikeout, first swinging. For Matthew Johnson. And here are old CSX going past CJ right now. <laughs> and Ooh. at the plate, here is Logan Thomason. Next pitch. That one is popped away foul. One ball, one strike. Two outs. 
There's a strike. One ball, two strikes. Two outs. The look and the pitch. Swung on and missed. And that'll do it here in the third inning for the Kentucky Colonels. A couple of strikeouts in the inning for pitcher Matthew Johnson. We're through two and a half, one nothing. Eastern Kentucky with the lead on Dayton here on Jim City Sports Network. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Get ready for the bottom of the third inning. The Dayton Flyers coming up here have yet to put anybody on base. Trying to do so will be Nolan Watson, Edward Yaman, and David Padano. Bottom three in the order here. Nolan Watson to the plate. Batting 222, right-hand batter. Left-hand pitcher, Milburn. There's one right up the middle for a base hit. Over to cut it off is D.J. Sullivan. So the first hit of the ball game for the Flyers comes from the catcher, Nolan Watson. He's down on first base, awaiting the swings of Edward Yamin, the the fourth. The right fielder. Yamin, a 192 hitter. Right-hand batter awaits. There's one fouled. Over onto the bricks on the left side, just shy of the... Eastern Kentucky dugout. Eastern Kentucky on the third base side. Dayton on the first base side. Here at Waterfield. At AES Stadium. There's a swing and a miss off a fastball. No balls and two strikes. Runner on first base. Nobody out. But Dono, the on-tech batter. Look over to first base by Milburn. The pitch. There's one foul down. Count remains at 0-2. Yaman does have a little bit of power. Eight coming in with a 5-17 record. They begin 8-10 play coming up on Friday against George Washington right here at the home ballpark. The 0-2. Fastball. Well outside. One ball, two strikes. 
on Edward Yemen. Isaac Milberg comes in with a 1-3 record and an 8.38 ERA. There's a check swing. They're going to check down at first base. No, he did not go. Yes, he did. Ah, he did go. Okay. Yeah. He didn't think he went. No. I don't think he went. So on the strikeout, there's one out. Runner remains on first base. And David Padano comes to the plate. 303 hitter. Got three RBIs for 2023. Right hand batter. Waggles the bat. Milburn. Here's the runner going, and he is out. Terrific throw that time by the catcher. In the catcher, Duffield now. So that's two out. Here's one off the catcher's mitts. Evens up things. One and one. Two down. Bottom of the third inning. One nothing. Eastern Kentucky leading Dayton into the wind. Here's Milburn's pitch. Swung on and missed. Two strikes to the ball. On the batter. David Padano. Keegan Calero, the leadoff batter. In the on-deck circle. Next pitch. Airs strike three called. Two strikeouts in the inning, plus the caught stealing. We're through three. one nothing. Eastern Kentucky leading Dayton here on the Gem City Sports Network. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation, Dayton, and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. The Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our arm... Johnson is ready to go. Just a couple of warm-up pitches, and he's ready to go. Tom? Well, i tell you what. Three innings into... My baseball mm-hmm. season, I've already sco- screwed up my scorebook totally, <laughs> which which <laughs> puts me in mid-season form. There you go. First batter up, Charles Ludwig, as Eastern Kentucky leads it one nothing as we hit the top of the fourth inning. Stepping in, the left-hand batter, Ludwig, flew out to left field first time up, fastball low. Coming from Matthew Johnson, who's done a pretty nice job thus far. Yeah, giving up just one hit, and he's stranded two. Here's one popped 
Out into short right field, the second baseman under it. And Paxton Tomaney has it. One down. Roderick Chris comes up now. He was hit by a pitch, then erased on a double play. Right hand batter. Stepping in here, Chris, a 239 hitter. The first pitch is a ball. Johnson in for the sign. Wines. Curveball. Strike right down Broadway. Yeah, looking over there in the rest of the complex, see the work continuing apace there on Welcome Stadium. Here's the ball. Two balls, one strike, one out here in the top of the fourth inning. Leg kick now. Fastball low. That runs the count to three and one. Jalen Jones, the second baseman, is the on deck hitter. Into the wine, 3 1. There's a strike. Runs he, the count full here. Chris didn't think that was a strike either. He was ready to go to the first base. So the full count pitch coming up here with one out, nobody on. And there's one grounded foul past the third base coach. Count remains at 3 and 2. Top of the fourth inning, one nothing Eastern Kentucky with the lead. Each team with one hit. And there's a curveball high. So Roderick Chris on again. First time was hit by pitch, and this time he walks. And that'll bring up Jalen Jones, who flew out to the left field. His last time up. Jalen Jones. 294. He is season average coming into this ball game. He's a right-hander. And the right-hand pitcher throws a curveball. Does Matthew Johnson. A little bit low and inside. 1-1-0 one, one, oh for Eastern Kentucky. 0-1-1 oh, one, one for the Dayton Flyers. Just a throw to first base. Diving back in is Mr. Chris, the right fielder. And the sun is out, which makes things a lot nicer for the folks out here on a cool day. There's a strike and a stolen base as the ball gets away. Gets on through. So that is going to be a stolen base and an error. So runner now on third base. That's Roderick Chris. Jalen Jones comes to the plate. That's the second error on the Flyers there. The catcher, here's a curveball outside. Two balls and one strike now. Jalen Jones. Awaits that 2-1. Swing and a miss. Even slings up at 2-2. One out. Runner on third base. 
One nothing, the lead held by Eastern Kentucky and threatening once again. Shortstop coming in. Playing right there on the grass. There's one, gets away from the catcher. Runner comes in and he's going to score. Roderick Chris comes in as that one bounced up there. Well, it'll be a wild pitch. And it'll be three and two the count here. Two runs on just that one hit for Eastern Kentucky. And there's one outside. Jones will walk, so that's the second walk of the inning. I believe that's the third walk of the game by Matthew Johnson. Coming over to do a little bit of chat with him is the first baseman, Marcus Poolholtz. And to the plate comes Matthew Corlew. First pitch curve, caught the outside corner, strike one. Yeah, coach said in the pregame that uh, he was hoping that uh, he could get some innings out, and they, they didn't want to go to Johnny Allstaff. There's a base hit between the gap there, between shortstop and third. So Corlew with the base hit now. That's the second hit of the game for Eastern Kentucky. They lead it 2 nothing, And they got runners on first and second with at the plate, Hayden Duffield. Right-hand batter puts the bat straight up. Now kind of angles the bat as he awaits the first pitch coming from Matthew Johnson. And Johnson throws back to second base. Very half-heartedly. That's one of those new rules. If you step off and you throw it back, you can still step off again. You're only allowed one step off. I think one or two. Here's a curveball. And they're going to check down at first base. Said he didn't go. Nope. Ball one. Runners take their leads at first and second. Johnson, the look back. Pitch. Here's one. Down the third baseline, and they're going to say it's foul ball. And right on top of that one was the home place, home base umpire, John Milski. So that Avis at the count, one and one. Now the third base coach up and not at all happy with that. One ball, one strike, one out, a run in. Runners on first and second. Johnson looks back at second and throws a slow curve up there outside. That'll be ball two. Two balls, one strike. Yeah, things kind of falling apart here in the fourth inning for Matthew Johnson. 
at the belt. He's going to throw back to second. Gets the ball back. Looks like he shook off a sign. Here is the pitch. Here's another curve. That is outside. And that takes us to a three and one count. Runners on first and second. will take their lead. Quickly ready. Here's Johnson. Inside on that one. Hayden Duffield is on once again. First time through a walk. Second time through the walk. And we've got them loaded up here. Anthony Hattrick was in the bullpen warming up for the Flyers as Coach King going out to talk to Matthew Johnson, who's uh, letting it get out of hand here. So they're going to try and calm him down, if not replace him with Hattrick. So just now making his way out there to the mound, Jason King in his sixth year with the Dayton Flyers. State Flyer program trying to get back on track. They've got the hitting to be able to do that. They're looking to try and bring in some pitchers that can really get the job done out there. Next batter is going to be Santiago Peralta, the third baseman. Here comes home plate umpire John Milesky. Out to try and hurry things along. We're going to get a new pitcher. Anthony Hattrip will come in to pitch for the Flyers. We'll be back with his stats right after this. Forces protect and defend us every day. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, Oh, come on. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Well, on the mound now is Anthony Hattrop, who comes in with an 0-1 record. Ten appearances this year, an 8.76 ERA. 12.1 innings pitched, giving up nine hits, 13 runs, 12 of them earned. Eight walks, struck out 11. So Hattrup is the new pitcher. 
Anthony Hatrup from Pittsburgh, North Allegheny High School. He's a right-hander. And we are just about ready to go here. He's got another couple of warm-ups here. That'll do it. Bases are loaded. Full of Kentucky Colonels. And the right-hander, Santiago Peralta, the third baseman, comes to the plate. He was on through an error against the right fielder. Last inning. Peralta awaits the first pitch, which is a slow pitch low from Anthony Hatrup. Yeah, things are getting out of hand here for the Dayton Flyers, who trail it by just two nothing. Just two hits haven't been given up. Bases loaded here, one out. Airs the pitch, low it away. Ball two. One out. Runners taking their leads, fairly short leads. Hatrup. Throws a fastball on the outside corner for a strike. Two balls, one strike. Miguel Laredo is the on-deck batter. A 2-1 on its way. Low, ball three. And we've got continued action in the flyer bullpen. The right-hander. That trip. Here's the curveball, and that's going to be high, and that's going to bring in a run. So Peralta walks. That brings in Jalen Jones. Second run of the inning, 3-0 now, Eastern Kentucky. And the bases, they are still loaded. With one out, left-hand batter, Larell, the leadoff batter, as the first pitch is a fastball right down the pike. Larell, the designated hitter, flew out to left field his first time up, and then grounded to the first base unassisted his last time around. Airs one, fisted out into left field for a base hit. Is it going to bring in one run? It's going to bring in two runs. And stopping down at third base is Peralta. This is the inning that he, that, uh, Coach King did not want to have happen today. Two more runs on the board. It is five to nothing now. Eastern Kentucky. Three hits by the Colonel. Stepping in DJ Sullivan, the center fielder. You got a single. His first time up. And the first pitch is a strike coming from Anthony Hatrup. Hatrup. Tall rangy kid. There's a curve right back up the middle for a base hit. This is going to score two. 
And with that, L'Oreal as well as Peralta come in to score. Sullivan with the base hit. That's now four hits for Eastern Kentucky. And they lead it 7 nothing here. We're in the top of the fourth inning as the wheels have fallen off on the Flyers. Hattrip, the look over to first base. First pitch, runner going. And he is going to be out. So they get DJ Sullivan. Caught stealing. And that empties the base. But it is 7-0 here. Two outs, though. Strike on the batter. Logan Thomason takes the ball. Thomason standing in there, a little bit of a crouch. Waggles the bat. Hattrick delivers. Ground ball foul over just shy of the Eastern Kentucky dugout on the left side. Two strikes to the ball with two outs. Hattrip looks in for the sign. Pitches. Swing in a minute. No. They're going to say it was a foul tip, but caught by the catcher. So with that, the strikeout. And in the inning, six more runs. It is seven nothing after three and a half. Eastern Kentucky leading the Dayton Flyers here on the Gem City Sports Network. Hey, sports fans! You all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley, and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. We know that purchasing a new system is a big de- Bottom of the fourth inning coming up here. The Dayton Flyers are going to send the top of the order. Calero to Manny and Pujols to the plate. They trail it now 7-0 after that six-run inning we just saw for the Eastern Kentucky Colonels. Calero comes up, out on a called third strike first time up. The eight Flyers have uh, put the minimum number of batters to the plate. Nolan Watson did have a single but was caught stealing last inning. There's one. Out to the shortstop. With it. Logan Thomason over to first base. And quickly one down. You know, the thing about the, uh, this Flyer team, they can score six runs just as easily as uh, Eastern Kentucky did. 
They've done it before. Yeah, they have the ability to hit. Yesterday they lost it nine to five to the Akron Zips. Here's a fastball for a strike. No balls, one strike on the batter. Peyton Tomati. Tomati awaits. Here's one foul back into the screen. No balls and two strikes. Dayton in the all-red uniforms with the blue lettering, blue numbers. Gray pants with the maroon tops, white lettering, white numbers for Eastern Kentucky. Ayers won this low on a fastball. They're going to check down to first base, see if he came around on it. He did not. So that'll be ball one. Two strikes and a ball with one out here on the Dayton Flyers. Yeah, the sun has peeked behind some of the clouds right now. Here's a fastball. He got him with one on the outside corner for strike three. That is the sixth strikeout for Isaac Wilburn. Eastern Kentucky has played in the Atlantic Sun six games. They are one and five in conference play. Dayton will start conference play in the A-10 coming up this Friday right here. To the plate will come first baseman Marcus Pujols who grounded to shortstop last time up. Left-hand batter. Facing the left-hand pitcher. First pitch was a ball. Second ball. Likewise a ball. Two outs. Nobody on. Flyers trailing at 7 nothing here as we're in the bottom of the fourth inning. There's a high fly ball out into center field. Wind taking this one back, back, and right at the wall is D.J. Sullivan to take that one in. Oh, my goodness. That one looked like it was almost popped up, and then the wind took it out there to deepest center field. We are through four. Dayton trails at 7 nothing. to Eastern Kentucky here on the Gem City Sports Network. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time drag week winner, Jeff And we come back, getting ready for the top of the fifth inning. 7-4-0 for Eastern Kentucky. 0-1-2 for the Dayton Flyers. Coming up, Charles Ludwig back in for the play-by-play, Doug Brown. Thank you, Tom. Ludwig? 
let off this, uh, let off the fourth inning with a fly ball out to the second baseman, Tomei. First pitch is in there for a called strike. Flyers find themselves down 7 0. Here's the pitch inside for a ball, one ball and one strike. But you know, the thing is, like I said earlier, this team has the ability to come back. Here's the pitch. Down low for a ball. Two balls and a strike. Last week against, or a couple weeks ago against Northern Kentucky, they did come back, scoring six times in in two innings. There's a fly ball. Well hit. That's gone. That is well out of here. It hits the top of the pine tree out in right field. So, Ludwig has a home run. It's now eight to nothing. That is his fourth home run of the game, or of the year, and 16th RBI. Man, you do that one when it was coming off the bat. What a <laughs> shot. And that's exactly the way the wind is blowing right now, across out into right field. There's a pitch and another fly ball, this time in foul territory, and it goes out of play, 0-1 the count. That was a no-doubter. Here's the pitch. Foul tip. 0-2 the count. 8-5-0 now. The line for Eastern Kentucky. 1-2 for the Dayton Flyers. Hattrop getting the sign from Watson. Here's the wind-up and the pitch. Foul ball back out of play. Count stays 0-2. No balls, two strikes to count. Here's a ground ground ball right to the second baseman. Tomani can't find it. And that should be another base hit for the Colonels. Yeah, that was a really hard hit ball. It hit him right in the glove. It looked like he, he had it and he started to spin around. Ball came out of the mitt. They're going to give him an error. So that's the third error on the Flyers here. We worked the top of the fifth inning. And that's going to do it for Hat Trip here in the fifth inning. So we're going to have a new pitcher. We'll be back with that right after this. You're listening to Flyer Baseball on Gem City Sports Network. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation 
Dayton, and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Caden Tarango into the game for the Flyers. Tarango is a freshman, six foot five, two hundred five pound freshman from Roanoke, Indiana. And I don't think he has pitched at all this year. So nope, we don't have anything on him on the stats. So he's making his first appearance for the Flyers. Roanoke, I think it's up around Fort Wayne. Is it? Now they'll be going up there later this season to take on Purdue Fort Wayne. So Roderick Chris is on at first base with an uh, error by the short or the second baseman. And that'll bring up Jalen Jones, who's walked and flied to right, or flied to left. Nobody out here in the top half of the fifth inning. One run in on a solo home run by Charles Ludwig. Tarango sets and delivers. In there for called strike one. Tarango. Tarango. The ball's in the strike to Jalen Jones. There's a stretch by Tararango. And he fires outside. Nice save by the catcher, Watson. He had to go far to his right to snag that one. One and one to count. Tararango. Sets, looks over at first and fires, and hit almost hits him. Ball gets past the catcher, and and off, and off to the races was Chris. He's at second base. I thought it hit him, but that was an 87 mile an hour fastball, and that would have hurt. Two and one to count to Jalen Jones. There's a stretch by Tararango. Eight nothing is our score. Eight five and zero oh for the swing and a miss. Strike two. Eight five and zero oh for the Colonels. O oh, one and three for the Flyers. Dayton bullpen stirring once again. There's a stretch by Tararango in his first action as a collegiate. Outside for a ball, three and two. First base is open. Marcus Pujols giving a little bit of a pep talk for him from first base. Three balls, two strikes. Nobody out. Runner at second base. One run in. Here's the pitch. Cold strike three. Got the corner. So the first strikeout of his collegiate career goes... Goes against Jalen Jones. That'll bring up Matthew Corlew. 
who grounded into a double play in the second, singled and scored in the fourth. One down here in the fifth inning. Flyers down 8 nothing. Here's the pitch. Breaking pitch. Just misses low for ball. 75 mile an hour breaking pitch. Tararango gets the sign, looks back at second base. Rocks and fires. Pitches and breaking pitch just misses inside for 2 0. Here's a stretch and the 2 0 pitch. Comes plateward. Ball gets past Watson and goes back to the screen, and Chris goes to third on the wild pitch. Caden Terrarango seeing his first action as a collegiate. There's a stretch, Shannon look over third, and Terrarango delivers and walks him. So the first walk issued by Terrarango, and that will bring up Duffield. Duffield is has walked twice. Hayden Duffield standing in. Here's the pitch. Fly ball. Well hit out towards left. Going back is the Adair. And it's off the top of the wall. Here comes one run in to score. Chris is going to score. And they're going to hold up Corlew at first or third. And a double for Duffield. And an RBI. That makes it now 9 to nothing. So Corlew is now at third and Duffield at second. Happy bunch of colonels in that third base dugout. That'll bring up Santiago Peralta who's walked and reached on an error. Here's the stretch and the pitch. Pitch is low for a ball. Breaking pitch, 76 mile an hour. One ball and no strikes. One out. Runners at second and third. Corlo at second. Duffield or uh, Corlo at third. Duffield at second. Here's a pitch. Outside for a ball. Fastball. Two balls and no strikes. Tararango. Now he sets. Looks back at second base and checks at third and fires. Ball three. Three and another count. This could be his last batter. First base is open. Pujols, even with the bag at first. Here's a stretch and the 3 0 pitch coming plateward. In there for called strike one. Three, three and one now. The count to Peralta. 
One down, and that was Jalen Jones striking out looking. Terrarango sets and fires. Pop up right side, out of play. Count goes to three and two. Looks like we have uh, Ryan Packard warming up in the Dayton bullpen down the right field line. Here's the pitch. Foul back into the screen. Count stays three and two with one down. Corlew at third, Duffield at first. Nine to nothing is our score. Eastern Kentucky scored one in the third, six in the fourth, two here in the fifth. Tarango delivers. Swing and a miss, strike three. There's now two down. That'll bring up the top of the order. Miguel Larail, who is one for three on the day. He's a flight out to left, grounded to the first baseman that allowed a run to come in in Duffield. And he's also singled and scored in the fourth. So two down as we play here in the top half of inning number five. Tararengo delivers outside for a ball, one ball and no strikes. Here's the pitch. Ground ball right back at him. Tararengo's going to try and pick it up and no, everybody's going to be safe and a run scores. Corlew scores and it's now 10 to nothing. They're going to give him a base hit. That'll bring up DJ Sullivan who is 2 for 3 on today. He singled twice and struck out. Was thrown out at second in the fourth inning trying to steal. So runner at first base, first and third. Here's the pitch. Pop up right side or left side out of play. Own one to count. Two down here in the top of the fifth. Ten runs, seven hits, no errors for the Colonels. No runs, a hit, and three errors for the Flyers. There's a stretch by Tararango. And the pitch. In there for called strike two. No balls and two strikes. Sullivan, the eighth man to hit in this inning. They batted around in the fourth. There's a stretch in the 0-2 pitch. Nice save by Watson as it was down low and outside. Ball and two strikes. Yaman out very deep in right field. Here's a stretch and the one-two pitch. Breaking pitch stays outside for ball two and two. 
Two balls, two strikes, two out, two on. The rail getting a lead over at first, being held on by Fulholtz. Here's the pitch. Fly ball, well hit. That's gone. Another home run. A three-run homer by D.J. Sullivan. And that makes it now 13 to nothing. Not a good outing for the Flyers today. That's going to bring up the ninth man to hit in this inning, Logan Thomason, who has struck out three times. Here's the pitch. And if called strike one on an 88-mile-an-hour fastball. The ball's going to strike the count. Here's a stretch and the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two. Kentucky or Eastern Kentucky scored one in the third, six in the fourth, six in the fifth. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Outside and low. One and two. Thomason getting this or uh Tarango. Getting this sign. Here's the one-two pitch. Called strike three. Got the corner. So Thomason strikes out for the fourth consecutive time. But the Colonels get six runs on three hits. There was an error and a runner left. Or nobody left, I'm sorry. At the end of four and a half, it's the... Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky Colonels, 13, and the Flyers, nothing, back after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csoio.uso.org. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Back here at Warner Field at AES Ohio Stadium, fires down 13 to nothing, 13, eight, 13 runs, 8 hits, no errors for the Colonels, no runs, a hit, three errors for the Flyers, and they have sent to the plate the minimum through four. Coming back there in the uh, third inning, that was Nolan Watson, got on through a single, then was caught stealing. So Castillo will stand in. He struck out swinging in the leading off the second inning. It'll be Castillo, Adair, and Curtis do up for the Flyers here in the fifth inning. 
Well, yesterday in the loss to the Akron Zips, mentioned it. Eight of the nine hits were the top four in the batting order. Of course, the Flyers, they've been doing without Ben Jones, who has the knee problem, holding him out here in this last of the pre-conference games. And then they'll start conference play against George Washington on Friday. Pop up right side, going out to the right fielder, Chris. And he has it, one up, one down. That'll bring up Michael Adair, granted out to the to Jones at second base, his only time up. So one down here in the fifth. Today, the pitchers and the hitters have not had good outings. Here's the pitch. Foul back. But we're only in the fifth inning. we still got all these at-bats yet. And these guys know they can score. They can hit. They know it. Here's the pitch. Foul down the right or left field side and out of play. 0-2 the count to Michael Adair, the left fielder. Back here again on Friday with the George Washington Colonials. Here's the pitch. Up high for a ball, 1-2. and two. So I saw something, I think it was on Facebook, where somebody wants the Colonials to change their name. Here's the pitch. Breaking pitch stays outside for ball two and two. I don't know why. I don't know why, why the Colonials would be or uh, would be offensive. Here's the two two pitch. Called strike three. Uh, they're looking, and that'll bring up Jay Curtis, who struck out looking in the to end the second inning. Man, we got to give a lot of accolades here during this ball game to Isaac Milburn. Boy, he is just mowing down the flyers. Not letting the windy conditions bother him at all. Here's a lineup in the pitch to Jay Curtis. This is high for a ball, one ball and no strikes. Melbourne getting the sign from his catcher, Duffield. Here's the windup and the 1-0 pitch. Inside for ball two. 90 miles an hour fastball. He's bringing it, as they say. <laughs> Here's the windup and the 2-0 pitch. Fly ball out towards left, right center field. That's going to get off the wall. Curtis is going to round first. He's going to go into second, standing up with a... Stand-up double. Maybe that is the spark that the Flyers need. Uh, that's just the second hit that they've had in this ball game. And the guy that had the first hit is coming up now in Nolan Watson. Watson one for one. He was thrown out trying to steal second base. He went from Duffield to Jones. So two down here in the fifth inning. Flyers lead it, or trail it 13 to nothing. Here's the pitch. 
in there for called strike one. On deck, Eddie Yaman. Flyer football team warm, uh, practicing on the field just outside the left field fence. One ball, one strike the count to Yaman, or to Watson. Watson standing back in as Melbourne gets the signs. He's doing something he hasn't done too much today, and that's go from the stretch. Foul back out of play. One ball and two strikes the count. Two down here in the fifth. Milburn sets and fires. Little looper out towards left or right center field. That's going to go to the wall. Here comes Curtis around to score. And going into second base is Watson with a double. So the Flyers are on the board. That's the second hit of the day for Nolan Watson, the catcher. That's the second double we've had in this inning, Curtis and Watson. Curtis scoring, now 13-1. So that'll bring up Eddie Yaman, the fourth, struck out looking, or struck out swinging in the third. So 13-1 is our score. Maybe that's a start of some. Nobody warming in the Eastern Kentucky bullpen. Here's the pitch. High for a ball. One ball and no strikes. 89 miles an hour. A spin rate of 2,222. Here's the stretch by Milburn. Rocks and fires. Misses high for a ball, 2 0. Maybe he's getting a little tired. Or maybe that long layoff in the both the Fourth and fifth innings have uh, hurt him a little bit. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Two and one to count to Eddie Yaman. On deck, David Padano. Who's playing center field here this afternoon. Pitches in there for called strike two. Two balls and two strikes to count. I think today's perfect weather for football. (laughs) Here's the stretch and a time called. That's another. Oh, they're just mentioning that he stepped off for the first time. I thought maybe it was a ball. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. So Yaman is down on down swinging, but the Flyers get a run on two hits. There was no errors and a runner left at the end of five complete here at AES Ohio Stadium. It's the Eastern Kentucky Colonels 13 and the Flyers 1 back after this. They challenge your authority because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. And a new pitcher on the mound for the Flyers is Ryan Packard. Ryan making his uh, where's he at here? Making his seventh appearance. He started three times. He's 0 and 4 on the year. Pitched 16 and two thirds of an inning, giving up 19 hits, 19 runs, third, uh, 16 of them earned. Walked nine, struck out 11. Has an 8.64 ERA. Packard is a is a junior junior right-hander. So it will be Ludwig, Chris, and Jones, same as it was the last inning. So the Flyers, they got to run back. They need a heck of a lot more than that. Thirteen eight and zero for the Colonels. One three and three for the Flyers. So Ludwig will lead it off. Hit a solo home run to right his last time up, and that was a no doubter. Pitches in there for cold strike one. That hit the top of the pine tree out in right field. Here's the windup and the pitch. Breaking pitch over for a cold strike two. Packard got a start earlier. This uh, I think it was last week he got to start. 0-2 the count. Here's the windup and a pitch by Packard. Ball gets away from... Watson. One and two the count. Flyer softball team playing Ohio State today. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul tip. Speaking of the uh, speaking of the Flyers and the Buckeyes, the game that was rained out or that was postponed over at Ohio State will be made up on April 19th. That'll be the day after the Wright State and Dayton play at Day Air Ballpark. Here's the ground ball this time to Tilmany. Picks it up, fires over to Pujols, one up, one down. They need a quick inning. That'll bring up Roderick Chris. Chris is 0 for 1. He's been hit by pitch, he's walked and scored, and he's also reached on an error and scored. So Chris will stand in with one down here in the top of the sixth inning. Flyers need to have them go out one, two, three. Pitch is high for a ball, one ball, no strikes. One out here in the top half of inning number six. Here's a windup and a pitch by Packard outside for ball two. Two balls and no strikes. 
Packard rocks and fires. Breaking pitch. I think I broke about four inches, five inches. Maybe a little more than that, maybe a foot. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Breaking pitch hits the dirt, bounces back to the screen, 3-1. and one. If you want to see some football, come out on uh, Sunday afternoon. What time is that, 2.30? I, I think so. Pitch is in yeah. there for called strike, 3-2. Can't, can't have the spring game over there at... Uh, Welcome Stadium because of all the construction going on over there. So I'm I'm anxious to find out what that looks that's going to look like though. Three and two the count. Here's the pitch. This is low and outside for ball th- ball four. First walk issued by the Dayton pitcher and Packard. That'll bring up Jalen Jones. Jones is 0 for two. Slide to left, struck out, and also walked and scored. I know Dayton Public Schools are putting a lot of money into that thing, and it I think it's well-deserved. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike one. Well, it's certainly been needed for a long time. I'm not sure that the press box, which they've torn out, was uh, needed to be replaced. But they are going to put some... Uh, Elevators, <laughs> which there. is going to be nice. It's because the it's because the Dayton media is getting old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pitch, breaking pitches outside for ball one, one on one. And I'm I'm one of the leaders in that group. <laughs> I asked uh, Victoria Jones, who's the uh, director of athletics over there. I said, "Are they going to put an elevator in?" She goes, "Yep." Here's a foul ball back out of play. Count goes to one ball and two strikes. I said, bless you, my dear. <laughs> that was a long walk up those steps, too. Yeah, but one of the things that they had done was they finally put in some, some handrails to help you get up. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, I've been through two knee surgeries and a back surgery in the last two years. That was needed. Here's the pitch. A swing and a miss. Strike three, and down on strikes is uh, Jalen Jones. It's the second time he has struck out in a row, and that will bring up Matthew Corlew. Corlew is one for two. He's grounded into a double play, singled and scored in the fourth, walked and scored in the fifth. Here's a pitch by Packard. Swing and a miss, strike one. Chris on it first. He walked. I think this is the inning that the the Flyers needed out of a pitcher. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Ball gets away, and Chris is going to go to second on the, the wild pitch. Major League Baseball starts tomorrow. Reds and Pirates down at GABP. The Guardians and the Mariners out in Seattle. Who's your favorite team? Oh, it's always been the Reds. But at different times, the Cardinals I've liked. Pitch outside for a ball, two and one. I was up in uh, Northwest Indiana back in the 70s and uh, had a bit of a connection into the White Sox. 
two ball. Go ahead. No. Two balls and a strike. Here's Packard delivers. Nice stop by Watson. Three and one. Do you ever go to Comiskey? The old Comiskey? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I get a I get a story that involves Harry Carey, the barge room, and Comiskey Park. Three balls and a strike as Packard fires in there for called strike two. Three and two the count. And if this continues to be a thirteen to one lead, <laughs> I may tell that in the seventh inning. I don't know. Uh, okay. Probably too long for that. Now, now you now you've peaked now you peaked my interest because I I always liked Harry Carey uh, when he was with the Cubs. Here's the pitch and a line drive out towards right field. That's going to get down. Here comes Chris around, and they're going to throw down a second and runner safe, and it's now fourteen to one. So. Chris scores, and Corlo goes to second on the throw, so he's got a base hit and an RBI. It's now 14-1, to and that'll bring up Duffield. Duffield has doubled and walked twice. That story also involves a box of sandwiches and a watermelon. <laughs> Two watermelons, I should say. So two down with a runner back at second base in Corlew. Duffield standing in. Here's a stretch and the pitch. Breaking pitch over for a cold strike one. 72 mile an hour breaking pitch. Owen won the count. Here's a stretch and a look back at second. Packard delivers outside. Nice save by Watson. One thing about these two catchers, Maloney and, and Watson, they have made some great saves all season long behind the plate. One and one to count. Here's the stretch. Look back at second. Another look back. And Packard fires. Breaking pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Action down in the Dayton bullpen once again. Can't see the number. Here's Packard. Looks back at second hit and rocks and fires the one-two. Breaking pitch. Nice save by Watson. Two two balls, two strikes, two out. That's Michael Cross and the right-hander down in the bullpen. Two balls, two strikes, two out as Packard looks back at second once again and fires. Breaking pitch. Called strike three, and that's going to do it for the Colonels here in the sixth inning. They do get a run on a hit. There's no errors and a runner left, and at the end of five and a half, it's the Colonels 14 and the Flyers one back after this. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn. Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. 
Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. To the bottom of the sixth inning we go. 14 runs, 8 hits, and no errors for the Colonels. A run, 3 hits, 3 errors for the Flyers. And coming up, David Padano, Keegan Calero, and Paxton Tomaney do up for the Flyers here in the in the sixth. They need they need to get some runs, and they know they can do it. They just have to do it. Mason Doby on deck. He might come in to play third for Keegan Calero. Here's the pitch. Foul back. Ball hit the backstop and went all the way out to the pitcher. No balls in the strike. Mason Doby on deck. He will hit for Calero. Here's the windup and the 0-1 pitch. Grounder to the shortstop. Picking up is Thomason. Firing over to first. Got him. That'll bring up Mason Doby. Derby batting 167 with no home runs and three runs batted in. Here's a wind up in the pitch. This is low for a ball, one ball, no strikes. Melbourne pitching a great game for the Colonels, and this is probably what they needed. Here's a pitch. Line drive over the head of the second baseman. So Derby is on with a base hit. And he's going to go to the wall. He's going to go around, slide into second with a double. So Derby gets things started here with a double. And that'll bring up Paxton Tomaney. Tomaney on the day is 0 for 2. He's grounded out and struck out. Flyer bats have come alive just a bit here in the last couple of innings. They're still trailing it, though, by a 14-1 score. 14-9-0 for Eastern Kentucky. 1-4-3 and for the Flyers. Here's the pitch. In there, in, got the inside corner for a called strike. 0-1 the count to Tomini, the second baseman. Wind blowing out towards right field. 
Here's the pitch. Fly ball out that way, but out of play. Oh, no 0-2 the count to Tomini. He's been a pleasant surprise at second base. No ball, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Foul back. Off the glove of Duffield. Here's the pitch. Up high for a ball. No balls and two strikes. Or a ball and two strikes. Bottom of the sixth inning. 14 to 1 is our score. We still got four bats that we can score some runs. Here's the pitch. Foul tip. Count stays one ball, two strikes. That'd be a hell of a comeback if they did. Three balls, two strikes, one out with the runner at second base and Mason Doby. Once again, wind blowing out towards right field. Here's the pitch. Outside for ball two. Two balls and two strikes. There's action down in the bullpen down to our left. Looks like it might be number 20 down there in Anthony Vargas. Here's the pitch. In the dirt, ball three, three and two. Three balls, two strikes. One down here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Doby getting a good lead out at second base. Nobody even close to him. Here's the pitch. Fly ball well hit out towards left, uh, right field. That is going to go out of here. A two-run homer for Paxton Tomini. Makes it now 14-3. to A two-run dinger for Tomini. And that is Paxton's uh, fourth home run of the year. It ties Marcus Pujols for team lead. So that'll bring up Marcus Pujols, who could put the with the way the wind's blowing, he could put it on top of the top of the University of Dayton Arena. So one down here with two runs in here in the bottom of the sixth. Here's the pitch. This is high for a ball. One ball, no strikes. So there's three runs in. You just need 11 more. Here's a pitch. Up high for a ball. I guess I'm just an optimist, you know? Well, stranger things have happened. (laughs) Here's a wind-up and a pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two, strike one, one ball in, or two balls and a strike. To Marcus Pujols, the first baseman, thirty-one home runs for a career. Here's the pitch. This is outside for a ball, two, three and one. Just nine home runs away from the all-time home run hit, home run, home run leader. Three balls and a strike. Here's the windup and the pitch. Ball four. 
So, Pujols is on. That'll bring up Carlos Castillo. He's up for two. He struck out and fly to right. As the head, as the coach coming out, we're going to have a pitching change. As looks like uh, Melbourne has run out of gas. We'll be back with the new pitcher right after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just dropped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. 14 to 3 is our score as we go, as we play here in the bottom of the sixth inning with one down. New pitcher on the mound. Looks like that is number 20 and Anthony Vargas. Vargas making his eighth appearance. He's one and one on the year. He's pitched five in the third innings, given up four runs, five hits, three earned. He's walked five and struck out four and has a 5.06 ERA. And he will face Carlos Castillo. So Vargas, or Milburn, pitched a heck of a game for the Colonels. So Carlos Castillo. Our player profile victim today, as I like to call him, standing to the standing up at the plate. Here's a stretch by Vargas. The right-hander kicks and fires up high for a ball. One ball and no strikes. Could this be the inning that uh, the Flyers need to get back in this thing? This being the bottom of the sixth, so they've got three more bats after this one. Here's a pitch. Swing and a miss. And Pujols will go down to second on the pass ball. Or the wild pitch. Two balls, no strikes. Or make that one ball, one strike. Vargas looks back at second base. Here's the pitch. Fly ball well hit out towards left, but that's going to stay in the ballpark. Left fielder Corlin, or Corlew has it, and there's two down. 
that will bring up Michael Adair, who is 0 for 2. He's grounded out and struck out. So, Milburn pitched a heck of a game for the Colonels. Here's a stretch by Vargas. Looks back at second and fires. And never called strike. Breaking pitch at 82 miles an hour. Milburn goes five and a third. Gives up five hits, three runs. And he's responsible for Pujols out at second. Here's the pitch. Misses low and outside for a ball. He walked one, struck out eight. Gave up three doubles and a home run. That home run was to Tomaney. Here's the pitch. Foul at the plate. One and two with two down. To Michael Adair. On deck, Jay Curtis. One ball, two strikes, two out. Here in the bottom of the sixth inning, the Flyers have scored two on a two-run homer by Paxton Tomaney. Here's the pitch. In the dirt. Nice save by the catcher, Duffield. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Here in the sixth. Here's the stretch and the 2-2 pitch. Vargas delivers. Down in the dirt, 3-2. and two. Full count. To Adair, the left fielder. Curtis on deck. Three balls, two strikes, two out. Here's the wind or the pitch. Ball four. The Flyers are still alive. Here in the sixth. Jay Curtis will come to the plate. He doubled his last time up. Out to right center field. Nobody warming in the bullpen down to our left or right. So Jay Curtis standing in with Nolan Watson on deck. Here's a stretch by Vargas. He looks back at second and fires. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Game is now just two hours old. Runners at first and second. Pujols at second. Adair at first. Vargas looks back at second and rocks and fires. Fly ball, right side. First baseman going over Ludwig, and he's got it. And that's going to do it for the. It's going to do it for the Flyers, but they get uh, they get two runs on two hits, no errors, and two runners left at the end of six. It's the Colonels. 14 and the Flyers 3. Back after this brief but important 
message. Hey, sports fans. You all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along the line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGQ TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact. To the seventh inning we go, and for all the play-by-play action, here's Tom Michaels. Well, the... Big Flyers falling behind here as we see a 14-3 tally up there on the board. 14-9-0 for the Eastern Kentucky Colonels. They're trying to win for the 10th time this year. They are 9-15, 1-5 in the Atlantic Sun Conference. We're underway here in the bottom or top of the seventh inning. And on the mound, Ryan Packard. And his second pitch is a ball. Even slings up at 1-1. One and one. The batter, Santiago Peralta. Peralta, right-hand batter. Swing and a miss. Two strikes and a ball on Peralta. Miguel Loreal is the next scheduled batter. Followed by D.J. Sullivan. Looking in for the sign. The 1-2 pitch on its way from Packard. Curveball outside. Uh, You mentioned it. Such a wonderful job. Done on the mound by Isaac Milburn of Eastern Kentucky. Here's one. Fisted out into right field, coming over and one-handing it, going to his knees and picking it up. He is Edward Jamin, and that's the first out here. Peralta flies to right field, brings up Miguel Larael. Larael scored his last time up, had a base hit there. As the first pitch to the left-hander from the right-hander is well outside on a fastball. Shift is in effect. Uh, third baseman Doby is now playing like second base. Next pitch, high and away, ball two. We wouldn't be able to do that in major leagues anymore, would nope. we? I didn't like it anyway. Did no. you? No. 
Here's one down the left field line. That's going to drop in there as a fair ball. Around to second. That is Laurel. So he's got a double. That yeah, went kind of off the fist and just inside the foul line going down the left field line. So Miguel Laurel is on second and DJ Sullivan comes to the plate. That left hand batter. Sullivan parked one his last time up. Yep. Big home run. That was Larell's third hit of the game. First pitch coming from Packard is a strike right down the middle. One out, runner on second base. Top of the seventh inning, 14-3, Eastern Kentucky. There's a half-hearted swing coming from D.J. Sullivan. Logan Thomason is the on-deck batter. Oh, to the count now on Sullivan. The stretch, the look back to second base by Packard. Another look. The pitch. That would have curved way outside. Would you One ball, two strikes. Would you want it to be a cameraman for the football team standing up on that that tower out there in left center field? <laughs> it, it would be a little breezy today. There was no way in hell I'd get up there on a day like today. <laughs> One ball, two strikes. Sullivan awaits. Packer delivers. Airs one pop foul off the left-hand side. Under it is the catcher, Nolan Watson. And that's two down. Runner remains on second base. That brings up Logan Thomason. Now Thomason, he's been a four-time strikeout victim. Right-hand batter steps in. Straight away on Thomason. Runner at second base takes his lead. Here's the curveball on the inside corner for a strike. Packard came in on relief of Anthony uh, Hattrop. Last inning. Here's a curveball swung on and missed. Strike two. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner on second base. And the first thing the Flyers have to do is keep no more runs from scoring. Packard off and fakes back to second. Count 0-2. Well, it was two innings. The six-run fourth and the six-run fifth. Really doing in the Flyers here. The 0-2 pitch on its way. Curveball just misses off the outside corner. The Flyers thought that was in there for a called strike because the second baseman, shortstop, and center fielder, along with the pitcher, all were on their way into the to bat. Larell takes his lead at second base. Look back from Packard again. He'll deliver, and that's well outside this time to even things up at 2-2. 
Two balls, two strikes, two outs with a runner on second base. We are here at Werner Field at AES Ohio Stadium. Just off I-75, drive on 75. You see this every time you come up and down the highway. Swung on and missed. And that does it for the top of the seventh inning. So in the inning, no runs, one hit on the double, one runner left on base. After six and a half, 14-3, Dayton trailing Eastern Kentucky here on the Gem City Sports Network. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. The Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. New pitcher coming in now for Eastern Kentucky as they lead it 14-3 on the Dayton Flyers. Christian Jones, where's number 22? He comes in. Well, you, you do your hopeful pointing to different things. <laughs> he comes in with an ERA of 99.00, but that is uh, a little bit uh, misleading as he's only made one appearance. He was in for one-third of an inning, gave up three hits, six runs. Five of those runs were earned, three walks, and he got one strikeout there. So, the Flyers going to be sending Nolan Watson. No, nope, Maloney's up now, looks like. Oh, they're going to bring in Maloney. Okay. Matt Maloney will come in now. Left-hand batter stepping in. About ready to go here. Flyers in their all-red uniforms with the uh, blue stripes. And they've got the darker blue numbers. Meanwhile, the maroon and gray with white for Eastern Kentucky. Here's a fastball down low. Two balls and no strikes on Matt Maloney. 
Matt Maloney, 263 hitter. He'll take one this time low, but it is across the knees for a strike. Next pitch. That's a ball. 3-1 to count coming from the new pitcher, Christian Jones. Jones, right-hander. Walks Maloney. Mm-mm-mm. And so on the walk, that'll bring up Edward Yaman. Yaman struck on swinging twice. Steps in right-handed. Where's number 33? He's the right fielder. As Maloney takes his lead down at first base. Jones, the look over, and the pitch. Fastball outside. One ball, no strikes. Next pitch, right down Broadway. Evens up the count at 1-1. Now you mentioned the Major League season getting underway tomorrow. Swing and a miss. Strike two on Yabin. David Padano is the on-deck batter. As we're starting to get late in this one. Players do have these three at-bats. There's a fastball. Roll it away. Two and two the count here on Edward Yaman. Maloney takes his lead down at first base. Not a big lead at all. Next pitch. Here's one out into left field. Coming over for it. And one-handing the ball is Matthew Corlew. And there's one away. I think on any other day that would have been in foul territory out over the... On the other side of the fence down there. But with the wind blowing the way it is right now, that just blew it back in toward, into fair territory. Matt Maloney down at first base. He'll take a little bit of lead as David Padano steps in. Struck out looking. Grounded out to shortstop. First pitch is a strike right down the middle. I think on the recent trip over to Georgetown, he hit a home run. Off the stretch, Christian Jones lights over to first base. Now delivers outside with a fastball. One ball, one strike with one out here in the bottom of inning number seven. Christian Jones once again delivers. Here's one out into center field. This one's going to be tough. It's off the wall. And here into second base goes Padano over to third base now is Matt Maloney. That one again, the wind playing fits. I think the center fielder there, D.J. Sullivan, thought he had a play on it, then had to move back, and then it was off the wall. So a double for David Padano, and that'll bring up Mason Doby. Mason Doby, pinch hit, got a double, scored one of the three runs here for the 
Dayton Flyers. First pitch of the ball from Christian Jones. Next pitch, fastball, catches the outside corner. Even things at one and one. One out, runners on second and third. Christian Jones working quickly. That pitch is outside with a fastball. 14-10 and 0 for Eastern Kentucky. 3-5 and 3 with the Nate Flyers. They're threatening the Flyers are. There's one fouled out of play off the left-hand side. Count even at 2 and 2. Dayton trying to win for the sixth time this year as they get ready for A-10 play starting Friday. Next pitch. High and away. Ball three. Runs the count full with first base open. One out. Runners on second and third. Next pitch. Here's one. Fouled back over the screen off to the left-hand side. Count remains at three and two. Jones delivers, and he walks him. So the Flyers have loaded him up here. Mason Doby is down the first base on the walk. And Peyton Tomaney, who had a home run his last time up, comes in, stands in, left-hand batter. He plays second base for this Flyer squad. On deck is Marcus Pujols. Here's one way high. Nice job by Duffield to snag that one. Yep. Duffield had to go way to the skies to try and pick that one up. One ball, no strikes. Bases loaded. Next pitch just barely misses on the outside. Two balls and no strikes with one out. Maybe you're wishing him into the position here, Doug. <laughs> Next pitch well outside. 3-0 and the count. This only the second appearance for Christian Jones. Jones delivers. Ball four. He walks him. And that's going to walk in a run. Matt Maloney comes on in after having walked. That'll move Padano. On down to third base, Doby to second, Tomani down on first base, and here's Marcus Pujols, and we've got a discussion going on on the mound. We're going to have another new pitcher. New pitcher coming in here for Eastern Kentucky. As it was problematic from the beginning there, Quentin Hall. Hall. Yeah. Quentin Hall comes in. And it looks like this may be, oh no, here he is at the top. Well, the exact opposite here, a 1.42 ERA for Quentin Hall. This will be his 10th appearance. Only pitched 6.1 innings, giving up three hits, two runs, only one earned. Giving up six walks. And struck out six. 
And he has to face a guy that can put it over the wall in a heartbeat. Yeah. Don't you know, Chris Prostro, the coach for Eastern Kentucky, <laughs> realizing that he wasn't going to take any chances. So Quentin Hall coming in here. Quentin Hall, who wears number 15. His number's pretty gaudy for this 2023 season. He's a left-hander. Taking his warm-up tosses now. Yeah, don't forget, this weekend, George Washington in for three games to begin the 8-10 season for the Dayton Flyers. Right, it'll be a 3 o'clock game. You can hear it right here on the Gem City Sports Network. So the Flyers, all of their respective uh, base runners, move themselves back to their respective bases. And stepping in, here he is, Marcus Pujols. Number 32 would look very good right now. Pujols walked the last time up, grounded a shortstop his first time up in the first, and then flew out to center field. He's got the bases loaded here. One out, first pitch. And that pitch is outside for Gwinton Hall. Gwinton Hall sounds like a dormitory, but he's got a good, <laughs> good. ERA, and he has been used frequently this year. Next pitch, foul down the left field line. One ball, one strike. Marcus Pujols with Carlos Castillo on deck. Here's the next pitch. There's a ball outside. Two balls and one strike. Marcus Pujol starts with a real open stance, and as he gets into that power move with the right foot, closes it up. Next pitch, that's low. Three and one to count. Bases loaded. Being careful to Pujol, they'd rather give up one run probably than, and that's what they're going to do. As Pujols walks, that's the third straight base on balls. The other two were given up by the previous pitcher, Christian Jones, and that is four walks in the inning. Scoring will be Padano. Moving to third base is Dovey. On to second, Tomati. And Pujols is down at first base. A little pitcher. bit of a conference. New pitcher. Wow, we're going to have another new pitcher just that quick. Coming in now is Nathan Lossman, the freshman. Nathan Lawson comes in with a record of 1-1, 5.93 ERA. Lawson with seven appearances, started a couple of games, so this is his sixth game in relief. Has pitched 13.2 innings, given up 17 hits, 10 runs, 9 of them earned. 
walked six, and struck out 13. Yeah, like I said, the uh, Flyers against uh, Northern Kentucky, they scored six runs in the fourth, six runs in the fifth, and en route to a 14-3 win over the Norse. So they know they can come back. A, whole, a grand slam right now would bring bring fourteen to nine, but that's wishful thinking, like I've been, you know, like I'm doing here. <laughs> right so. now, what they're doing it is in grips and grabs by the walk. Exactly. But <laughs> exactly. But they count just the same. Exactly. Fourteen to five now. The score. Flyers down by nine. Mason Doby now retreats down to third base. Out to second base, Tomini. Down to first, Pujols. And on the mound, a right-hander. Nathan Lawson. And his number certainly not as gaudy. The overcast is back. No blue sky being shown right now here at Waterfield at AES Ohio Stadium. Nathan Lawson. Into the wind, the pitch. Inside for a ball. Flyers with the bases full. Next pitch, fastball. That one over the plate, but low. Two balls and no strikes. Flyers trying to uh, mount a titanic comeback here. Next pitch, that one fouled back into the bricks down to our left. It's a beautiful stadium. There's no doubt about it. We got a pretty good crowd out here, considering that it is not the warmest of days. The two-one count on its way. That's inside. So Nathan Lawson on the verge of losing another one. Lawson, the right-hander, winds and deals. There's a check swing foul over the right side. Takes the count full, three and two. On first base, Pujols, Tomini on second, Doby on third. The pitcher, Nathan Lawson, kicks and deals. There's one popped out into right field going back to the warning track. Grabbing that was Roderick Chris. And into score, tagging up. That is Mason Doby moving on to third base. Peyton Tobaney. And remaining there at first base is Marcus Pujols. So on the sacrifice fly. That'll bring in another run. It's 14-6. And here's Michael Adair. Nathan Lawson looks over. First pitch down and away. Ball one. Two outs now with runners on first and third. Left-hand batter. Michael Adair, next pitch. Fastball well outside. Two and over the count. The starting pitcher came in here and did a wonderful job. The relief corps having some problems. There's another ball. Three and over the count on Michael Adair. He's the number eight batter in the inning. 
And the pitch. Here's one right down the pike. Three balls and one strike with two outs. Runners on the corners. The look. Lawson, the pitch. There's one out into center field, tracking back after it. And grabbing that one is D.J. Sullivan. Michael Adair flies to center field. And we're now through seven innings. The score, 14-6. to six. Eastern Kentucky leading Dayton here on the Gem City Sports Network. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Profiler, Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler, Inc. Hey, sports fans, you all know Don Brown. He was born and raised here in the Miami Valley and have met many of you somewhere along that line as a player, coach, or sports broadcaster for WKEF and WRGT-TV. Sports has been a big part of his life and remains so today. So if your high school team, little league organization, or group wants to look good year-round, then look no further than Don Brown Sports. From spirit gear t-shirts, polos, or equipment embroidery, or screen printing, Don Brown Sports is your first and last stop. He's got big quality at minor league pricing. Feel free to get in touch with DB via email at dhkbrown1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Or feel free to call him at 937-430-3105. Don Brown Sports, a big league look for a minor league price. Michael Crossan, the new pitcher for the Dayton Flyers as we move to the eighth inning. Dayton trailing 14-6. Leading off will be Charles Ludwig here for the Eastern Kentucky Colonels. Crossing comes in with a 0.00 ERA. This is only his second appearance. And his delivery airs one. The shortstop going to get under. And Carlos Castillo has that one easily. Popping out to the shortstop is Charles Ludwig. That brings up Roderick Chris. Chris was hit by a pitch back in the second inning and was erased on a double play. Scored a couple of runs here last time up. He walked, moved along on a wild pitch. And the first pitch coming from Michael Crossan is high. In one-third of an inning, giving up one hit, one walk. That one hit was a double. Next pitch is high for ball two. Roderick Chris, the right fielder, standing in the right-handed. Next delivery, fastball right down the plate. 
Two that, balls, one strike. That 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 fastball was ninety-three miles an hour. And the next pitch, that'll be high, three and one. Another ninety-three mile an hour. All right, now he's got to get it in there for a strike. Three and one. With one out. Swung on and missed. Takes the count to full. Three and two. Jalen Jones, the on-deck batter. The full count pitch. Here it is. There's one right at the shortstop. Short hops it. Throws across the diamond. And they get him. Six to three. Roderick Chris is out. Nice job at shortstop that time by Carlos Castillo, your pregame guest. And that'll bring up Jalen Jones, the second baseman. Jalen Jones flew out the left field, walked and scored in the fourth. Last two times, it struck out. Last time, it was swigging. First pitch is low and inside. And the Dayton Flyers with five wins on the season. Nine wins coming into this one for Eastern Kentucky. They have played some conference games, which the Flyers will start this weekend. Here's a big swing coming from Jalen Jones. Evens the count at one and one. Matthew Corlew. Would be up next. We got two outs, and the next pitch is a fastball outside. Two and one to count here on Jalen Jones. Dayton has yet to get Eastern Kentucky out. One, two, three. Next pitch. That went high and tight on Jones. And I probably just jinxed him. And we'll see a three and one counts, two outs. Top of the eighth inning here. And he walked it. No, strike. Well, Jalen Jones thought he, he was walked. <laughs> He'd already tossed the bat and was three steps down to first base. So the count runs full here. Michael Crossing got a good fastball. And there he throws that one high. Like I said, I just jinxed him. Yeah. Sort of like me in the weather during football season. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've said, and we won't have problems with rain tonight. And then it, it there comes. was thunder. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's happened to me at least three or four times. That infamous lightning delay. Yep. Matthew Corlew is the next batter. He'll take the first pitch for a ball for Michael Crossing. Next pitch from Crossing. Strike right down the pike. 91 miles an hour. All his pitches have been in the 90s. From 91 to 95. One and one the counts. Jones leads it first. Two out. Here's the next pitch. That one will be high. Two and one. You know, last year we did not have any lightning delays for football. I think every day, every game was good. I think we had one up in Pickle. I know oh, Pickle's TV 
and it seems to me like we had one up in, up in the northern part of the Miami Valley. Next pitch is a ball, three and one the count. Michael Crossett trying to get out of this inning and uh, yeah, bounces that one up there. So two walks in a row. Runners on first and second. Hayden Duffield will come up. Now he was not scheduled to be the catcher in this game. Michael Goring was, but Hayden Duffield coming on. Last time he struck out, right-hand batter. Runners on first and second. Swing and a miss by Duffield. Big cut. Santiago Peralta is the next batter scheduled. We've got two outs. All in one the count. Look back to second base by Crossan. And the pitch. Fastball load away. Even things at one and one. Look back to second base by Crossan. Lee take it back there. There's a strike on the outside corner. Two strikes and a ball on Hayden Duffield. One and two the count. Two outs. Runners on first and second. Look back to second. Crossan delivers. Hey, low bridges him that time. That evens the count. Two and two. Well, the Dayton Bats have come alive a little bit here in the last three innings, scoring one, then two, and then three. Here's one. Low it away. Ball three, another full count. Top of the eighth inning, 14 to six. Eastern Kentucky leading Dayton. Nice crowd on hand on a cool day, and it's gotten cooler because of the overcast coming in here. Here's the 3-2. Foul back into the screen. Count remains. Three balls, two strikes. Michael Crossan. In for the sign. A look back to second base. The pitch. There's one strike. So that'll be strike three called. Everybody was a little slow on that one. It was a <laughs> slow call by the umpire. The, and the, uh, the batter just kind of stood there for a moment. Anyway, it's strike three. Couple of walks in the inning. But the Dayton Flyers get out of it okay. 14-6. to six. They trail it, though, to Eastern Kentucky here on the Gem City Sports Network. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs. 
Never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. We know that purchase... Another new pitcher coming out there for Eastern Kentucky, Chase Alderman. Now on the mound. Alderman. Where's number 32? And for Alderman, he's got a 1-1 one one record with a 2.33 ERA. He's been in eight games. This will be his... Ninth game, and it'll be his eighth appearance in relief. He's pitched a good number of innings, 19.1. Get him up 10 hits, five runs, five of those earned. He's walked 13 and struck out 13. So Chase Alderman, yet another new pitcher here as the Flyers come to the plate. Jay Curtis. Here's the man who's going to lead it off. Matt Maloney, who came in in relief at catcher. He'll bat second. And Edward Yaman will bat third. Flyers trailing it by that 14-6 score. 14-10-0 for Eastern Kentucky. For the Dayton Flyers, six, six, and three. Stepping in right handed, Jay Curtis. Struck out, got a double and scored, and then flew out to the first baseman, fouled out to the first baseman. First pitch is a strike. Next pitch, grounded back into the brick facing down below us. 0-2 the count here on Jay Curtis, the designated hitter. Right hand batter awaits. Working quickly is Alderman. 1-2. and two. There's a base set out into left field. Over to range over to get that one is Matthew Corlew. And that's the second hit of the game here for Jay Curtis. That'll bring up Matt Maloney. Maloney coming on in relief back in the seventh inning of catcher Nolan Watson. And he walked and scored. Left-hand batter, Alderman, looks over to first base. First pitch, swung on and missed. Big cut by Matt Maloney with Yaman on deck. Well, as Yogi said, gets late early. And that's what's happened to the Flyers here. Next pitch. Fouled off the left-hand side. Out of play. Strike two. No balls. Two strikes. Nobody out with a runner on first base in the form of Jay Curtis. Curtis taking his lead. 
The pitch from Alderman. There's a fastball low. Two strikes to the ball here on the batter. Matt Maloney. Alderman. Again, this time, fastball, low and away. Even swings at two and two with nobody out and a runner on first. Curtis takes his lead. And the pitch. There's a base hit ripped out into center field. That one was hard hit. Jay Curtis stops at second base. So the first two runners on here through the base hits. Curtis Maloney. Now here comes Edward Yaman, the fourth. Struck out twice and flew out to left field in his previous at-bats. He's a right-hand batter. Playing right field today. And there's one that is low for a ball. Catcher had trouble finding it, but it dropped right to his feet. Now we're going to have a conference out here on the mound. The pitching coach as well as the catcher going out there having a chat with Chase Alderman. Alderman with a one ball, no strike count. Here on the third batter in the inning, Edward Yaman. David Padano is your on-deck batter. Well, 8-10 play begins on Friday. That'll be when George Washington comes to town. And they're in for three. So there's the first visit. To the mound, it has been concluded, and a one ball no uh, one ball no strike count awaits Edward Yaman. Runners on first and second, nobody out. Next pitch, airs one high and tight, ball two. Well, a terrific starting performance by Isaac Milburn for Easter Kentucky. Then it's been. Somewhat problematic. Here's the ball low. 3-0 and oh the count on Edward Yaman. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Flyers trail it 14-6. And the next pitch right down the middle of the plate. He stood there and took it. Three balls, one strike. Yeah, Friday's game starts at 3, Saturday's at 1, and Sunday at noon. Next pitch. That's low and away. And that loads the bases up here. Two singles and a walk. Puts the Flyers in a position, well, they don't want to be down by 14 to 6, but if you're down 14 to 6, you might as well have the bases loaded, nobody out. It's a pretty good hitters coming up here. Here's Alderman's first pitch. Swung on and missed. Big cut. Looking to get four runs back real quick on that one. On one the count. Alderman's next pitch. Inside. 
One ball, one strike. One one pitch. Ground ball, short stop. One out at second base. They get the double play, a run scores. So Padano hits into the double play. Six four three. Adder races Yaman. Adder bring in Jay Curtis and move Matt Maloney down to third base and bring to the plate top of the order. Here's Mason Doby. First pitch to Doby is a strike. Doby left hand batter. Got a pretty straight-up stance. There's strike two. 0-2 the count now with two outs. Flyers trail at 14-7 as that seventh run being plated here. There's a swing, and the ball fouled back into the brick facing down there below the... Well, if this is Yankee Stadium, the $500 seats. That's cheap. Here's the 0-2. There's another one fouled this time off to the right-hand side. Yeah, basically, place like Yankee Stadium, they have uh, they have priced the common folk yeah. out. And that would include me. Yeah, and next one is a strike three called on Mason Doby. So the Flyers do get a run in the inning. They trail it 14 to seven, heading into the ninth here on Gen City Sports Network. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. And the Flyers get a run back. It's 14-7 to as we head into the top of the ninth inning. And to bring you the rest of the way here on this one, unless we go extra, <laughs> here's Doug Brown. Hey, I'm always optimistic. You never know about that. Yeah, we got to t- we got t- two, three, and four coming up in the b- bottom of the ninth. Fourteen to seven is our score. Fourteen runs, ten hits, no errors for Eastern Kentucky. Seven runs, eight hits, and three errors for the Flyers. The Colonels got six in the or got a run in the third, six in the fourth, six in the fifth, one in the sixth. Flyers have got one in the fifth, 
two in the sixth, three in the seventh, one in the eighth. Coming to the plate is Santiago Peralta. Peralta on the day is uh, 0 for 3 with a walk and a run scored. New pitcher on the mound is Jacob Wilson making just his second appearance and first pitch is in there for a called strike one. He has no ERA. 14 to 7 is our score. Here's the pitch. Breaking pitch over for a called strike. That was a heck of a curveball. 79 miles an hour. And that broke about a couple of feet. 0 and 2 of the count. Here's the pitch. Just misses outside for a ball. One ball and two strikes. Back at it again on Friday. Weather permitting, of course. Here's the pitch. Line drive out towards left field. That's going to be in there for a base hit. So Peralta's on with the 11th hit of the game for the Colonels. Now will bring up the top of the order, Miguel Larrail. Larrail on today is 3 of 5. Fly out to left, grounded out to Pujols at first, and then he singled, singled, and doubled. Here's the pitch. This is low for a ball. A ball and no strikes to Lariel or Lariel. I don't know why that one just does not come trippingly off the top. <laughs> Pitches in it, there for called strike one. It's pretty easy. Yeah, I've, I've struggled with it all day. Lariel. Yep, that's it. Here's the pitch, the one-one pitch by Wilson. Swing and a hefty cut off the back of or off the foot. He's going to feel that tomorrow morning. If yeah, not, by the time he gets back to Richmond, he's, he's feeling it right now. <laughs> a ball and two strikes to the leadoff to the to um, Larrail here. Runner at first base in Peralta. He walked leading off this inning. Here's a stretch by Wilson and a look over at first and delivers and a ground ball right to the third baseman. Doby over to second for one, over to first. Double play. Five to four to three on that one. And that'll bring up DJ Sullivan. Sullivan on the day is three for four, or three for five. He's singled twice, homered, and has struck out and flied out or fouled out to the catcher. So two down here in the ninth inning. Here's the pitch. In the dirt for ball, one ball, no strikes. The Flyers, they have scored in the last four innings. Innings five, six, seven, and eight. Here's the pitch. Misses inside for ball, two and oh. Two balls, no strikes, two out here in the ninth. The Flyers trail by seven. Here's the pitch. In there for called strike one. If these bats come alive for the Flyers, this lead is not insurmountable. 
Here's the pitch. Grounder foul down the first base side. And an error on the who's ever down there at out that, down there in the bullpen. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Wilson trying to go one trying to get these foul back. Count stays two and two. Nobody on. It's La Riel granted into a 5-4-3 double play. Here's the pitch. Pop up back out of play. Count stays 2-2. Two two. Left-hander warming up in the Richmond bullpen. Sullivan standing back in as Wilson sets and fires. Swing and a foul tip into the glove of Maloney, and that's going to do it for the Richmond or the uh, Eastern Kentucky Colonels. No runs on a hit. No errors, nobody left on at the end of eight and a half. It's the Flyers trailing 14-7. We've got the middle third of the order. Sounds like eight runs to me. Back after this. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csoil.uso.org. Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. To the bottom half of the ninth inning, Flyers trail at 14-7, and a new pitcher on the mound for the Colonels, and that is Travis Bryce. Bryce, or Bryce Travis, I should say. He's uh, making his 12th appearance. He's 1-1 one one on the year with uh, one save. Pitched 11 and two-thirds innings, giving up nine hits, four runs, all earned. Walked two, struck out nine, has a 2.84 ERA. He will face some pitch hitters. Looks like uh, Jose Martinez will be one of them. Alex Steph will also be a pinch hitter coming up here. So here we go. Jose Martinez will step in. Jose on the year batting 122 with four home runs and nine runs. Or no, I take it back. No home runs and four runs batted in. He does have the power. He did it last year. Wind blowing out towards right. Here's the pitch. And a fly ball out towards right center. Going back as the right fielder going all the way over into right center field. And there's one up and one down. That was Chris over there getting it. That'll bring up Alex Neff. 
That's from Oakwood, just right around the corner. Here's the pitch. In there for cold strike one. 87 miles an hour fastball. Owen Wanda Neff. His brother plays basketball out at Wright State. I wonder if that's going to be a, a little bit of a conversation piece when Wright State and Dayton played baseball. Owen Wanda count to Neff. Here's the windup in the pitch. Ball gets away from the catcher. One and one. Alex transferred from Wright State. Yeah, it's two and one to count. Swing and a miss, strike two. On deck, Ben Jones. There's a windup and a 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. And now to bring up Ben Jones. Jones leads the team in hitting with a 375 batting average. With five home runs and 17 runs batted in, he tweaked his knee out and uh, out against uh, first pitches up on the corner for a called strike. Tweaked his knee against the uh, Norris. Here's the pitch. Up high for ball. Did he go? No, he did not. A ball and a strike. Here's a wind-up and a pitch and a ground ball third base side. That is fair ball down the right, down the left field side. Jones is going to round first. He's going to go into second standing up with a double. So Jonesy gets on. Jones, his seventh double of the year. And we're going to have a pinch runner coming in here. Parker Baird coming in. I think Jonesy's ready for, uh, I think he's ready for George Washington. Here we go with Michael Adair standing in with two down. And jo- uh, ch- check swing did not go. On deck, Jay Curtis. Here's the pitch. Just misses outside for a ball. Uh, Travis getting the sign. Now he sets and delivers. Line drive out towards left. Right, and that's going to bounce. Here comes runner around. He's going to score. It's going to be 14 to 8. Parker Bard comes around to score. And Michael Adair gets an RBI single out towards right. That short hop to right fielder Chris. That'll bring up Jay Curtis. Curtis on the day is two for four. He singled and doubled. He's also flied out and struck out. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike one. On deck, Matt Maloney. Here's the stretch and the pitch. Outside for a ball. One ball, one strike. Flyers making it interesting, that's for sure. Here's the pitch. A pie for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Well, once again, like you have been talking about, this, <laughs> this is a team... No, not that part of it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the, this, this team can hit. You're going to win a lot of ball games 
with eight runs. But you got to get that defense. I mean, they've made three errors, plus, you know, the, the pitching has been problematic. Here's Travis getting the sign and the 3-1 pitch. Pop-up left side. Calling forward is the left fielder. Coming in now, and he's got it, and that's going to do it for this one. The Flyers fall 14 to 14 to 8, but they, they did try. They did come back. They, there's no quit in this team. The uh, Colonels, 14 runs, 11 hits, no errors. The Flyers, 8 runs, 9 hits, and 3 errors. The winning pitcher, we'll have to find out who the winning pitcher would be on this one. Oh, oh it, it would be uh, the starter. In, uh, I think Milburn. Milburn, yeah. yeah. I could think of his name right off the bat. Milburn gets the win, and the loser will probably be Matt Johnson. So, Tom, I want to thank you for coming on and doing this. It was fun. I hope we get to do it again. Well, anytime you want to. Okay. <laughs> as long as it's not on TV. Yeah. Because TV sits right where we're at. So, But anyway, we'll be back again on Friday, weather permitting, with the Flyers and the Colonials from George Washington, a 3 o'clock start. And then on Saturday, a 1 o'clock start right here. And on Sunday, a noon start. So for Tom Michaels, this is Doug Brown saying so long. This has been a presentation of the Gem City Sports Network. Once again, your final score. The Colonels of Eastern Kentucky, 14, and the Flyers of Dayton, 8 We'll talk to you on Friday. This has been a presentation of the Gem City Sports Network. Good afternoon, everyone. You've been listening to Dayton Flyer Baseball. Today's game has been brought to you by Profiler Performance Products. By Don Brown Sports Apparel, a big league look for minor league price. By McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwestern Ohio. By the USO. By Darren Dollar Music. And by the Gem City Sports Network. Your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Join us next time for all the exciting play-by-play action of Dayton Flyer Baseball right here on the Gem City Sports Network.